Hey, comic book readers, and welcome to a brand new live episode of Off the Rackham Sal. Well, I'm Tiffany. Glad to be back. Welcome back to us. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're back from Comic-Con. Uh, normally, uh, this is a show where we give our reviews and thoughts on the latest comics that come out over the past week. But we're uh, like, we're screw gonna... that. Well, we were like that this this past week because we did not do a live episode of Off the Rack when we got back. Well, I mean, because we got back at 5 a.m. our time. Yeah. And then so... went to bed and then woke up again like seven or eight hours later. And then uh, we were like, I still don't feel like doing the show. <laughs> no, no. But uh, I'm, I'm and I, I, you know, I missed it. I honestly did. I missed the show. I did. I like and, the show a lot. And I'm glad we're doing it today, even though I'm okay. What? I have an inner ear infection. Oh, that's right. Yes, you have an inner ear infection. That's so it's really fun. Yeah, it's been I've fun. Ne I've never had one. No, me either. And actually, I, I don't know if I have one, but I'm going to find out tomorrow. I thought the doctor told you that you had it. That, yeah, but now my actual doctor's going to mm. be like, we'll see about that. Well, I'm like, cool. Just keep taking your medicine. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Right? But you know what makes it actually fun? Comic books. That's right. Comic books, comic books, comic books, everybody. By the way, if you haven't already watched it, you should check out this month's episode of All Stars, myself and Joshua Williamson. Uh, it was a really fun episode where we talked about Comic-Con and uh, we talked about 90s collectible. Well, we talked about comic book collectibles and uh, 90s comics. And we teased a little bit about what's happening in the upcoming Superman after Night Terrors is over. Nice. That was a lot of fun. It was a really good conversation. Excellent. We're also going to be recording August's episode, hopefully the next couple of weeks. Ooh. Want to get that uh, in the can, sure, as they sure. say. Mm -hmm. uh, but normally we also talk about some kind of like topic that comes up in the comic book world. Uh, this week, I thought we'd talk just about our experience at Comic-Con. We had a good time. I'm excited for that. Right? Okay, we had fun. Uh, I was so thrilled after my uh, solo trip to Comic-Con uh, that I was like, I need to make sure that I share this with Tiffany and worked very hard to make sure that that took place. Mm -hmm. Tiffany did, uh, in fact, join us this year. I did. And uh, so because Tiffany was there, we were also uh, graced with uh, Tiffany's um, sense of direction and uh, restaurateur. <laughs> Uh, Ang, uh, I didn't pick any restaurants. No, that's true. I, I was, I just went with the flow on that yeah, one. But she also really wanted to go to the San Diego Zoo, which we did. I did. Want yeah, and uh, I'm glad we went. Because I am too. We've, like we've was... never heard, we've never seen it, and yeah. we always heard it was like one of the best zoos in the world. And it was good. And it wasn't. No, it was good. It was a, they have a hell of a PR agent. It's, it's well, big. That's like the, the big. You know. It I was big. I definitely saw like at first there were not a lot of things that like we wanted to see like exhibits were closed and that's not our like that's, that's not our, their fault. That's not their fault. You know you have to do maintenance. Totally get that. Mm -hmm. But I did see a lot of things and the more I think about it, I have a fondness for that trip and I think it was a lot of fun. And there were definitely some other indoor things we probably should have done. But yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, you mean at the zoo? Yeah. There were indoor things at the zoo. Yeah, there was like that jungle habitat. Thing. Yeah, we didn't even think about that. No. Hmm. no. I guess we should. We were that. we we went on the last day and we knew we had a flight to catch. Yeah. So like we really just did like the stuff that was outside. Mm -hmm. We walked a lot. I we didn't realize how many hills there were. I have a yeah. fear of heights. There's a really big scary bridge. Yeah. I did not steal Tom King's hat. No. We no. bought this hat. Yes, from DC. This from the hat. DC booth. This is my hat. Tom stole my hat. Right. That's probably what happened. Yeah. No. Or Tom Taylor's hat, because they both have the same hat. When people think that they're, you know, referring to one another oh. or each other, they also had their uh, their Tom's panel at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Did they call it that. Yeah. We didn't uh, go because I don't go to panels. Tom's. Unless they're our own panels, like if we are hosting a panel. Uh, but yeah, it was a good show. Um, I think that it might be a better show than New York Comic Con. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, like, I love New York Comic Con. No, I do too. And like that that's the thing about it. Like I love uh, yes and no. I'm going to say yes and no. I yeah. think both places have their strengths and their weaknesses, right? If San and, Diego were here. Yeah. Then it would be a better show. I don't know if it's just that because I really feel like as much as they put them in the basement, mm-hmm. New York Comic Con's Artist Alley superior oh, crushes it yeah superior and so if you're going there for that especially if you like want to like maybe meet some smaller creators you're not gonna get that at san diego which i was like yeah. shocked at yeah it was really like surprising. you're gonna be able to have access to a lot of the larger creators and i feel like there was easier access to that maybe i mean i literally was able to walk up to peach momoko and told her that she was amazing yeah and you fantastic. did um but like the smaller area i was a little disappointed by i was like oh okay cool whatever yeah. but that said what i did like 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 and appreciate about san diego and i didn't expect was how much san diego itself is like yeah you're here thank you for being here <laughs> yes very appreciative uh when you go to new york comic-con you know the javits is a very big impressive looking building i wish it was in the spider-man games and mm-hmm. it is uh you know it, it, when it, from humble beginnings of when it was in one area downstairs to now it takes over the entire convention center now they've had expansions they've mm-hmm. finally done all their construction so you have this huge massive area uh for comics and panels and all that stuff and it's a really impressive building and uh, they try to have something on the periphery like they'll have three food trucks that are all uh triple the price they there normally are in the other weekend one yes but that was that's like an off-site thing yeah and, and I, occasionally there are a couple of them yeah like, that and that do. and that is a little more sandy yeah, but i just mean like gooey. just around it like just oh, literally oh, like yeah. in the in, like when you step out of the dra- jazz yeah. you can go to like the alleyway where they have the cosplayers and see them. Yes. You could eat at one of the overcrowded food trucks they have next to the cosplay area. Right. And then you are just, and if you keep going, you are met by the cold, stony, concrete facade that is Manhattan. Right. And it's just like, hey, get the hell out of my way. I can yeah. say that because I'm kind of from there. There but- is, yeah, there's a legitimate difference. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that New York's like, you need us. We don't need. We're New, we're New York. <laughs> yeah, we, and I'm not saying San Diego like needs one this con. It's not like they're like, oh my god, without this con, we're we're sunk. Nope. I think they're just like, hooray, extra like you know revenue from tourism. Like they they appreciate the revenue it brings in, and yes. New York's just kind of like whatever. Yeah, no, they're one fire code violation away from just being shut down forever, and San Diego is just more like you could do whatever you want as long as you keep coming back. And every year, the last two years, I've heard this like underswell of rumor. That's like might not be that might might be gone next year. And I'm like, what? It's we went to the Comic-Con Museum. We were reminded that this cone had been going on for over 30 years. I and it's didn't like, realize that. I didn't know that. I don't all. think it's going to go away. Not 30 years. It was it was like it started in like the 70s. I'm like, that's 50 years? Yeah. It's like I was like, what? I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't I know. I wish I could see it. Like I, I want like film from it or some kind of videotape of from the original it, one? of the original the ones. Basement. Like I want to see. I've seen some like pictures from the original San Diego Comic Cons because that's like the big one. You know, like I, if you want to see what like the original New York Comic Con was like, you know, all the way back and it's almost 20 years old, by the way, mm-hmm. in 2006, we've got pictures. We've got footage like we were there and I can tell you what it was like. Well, but. I would love to see it, even just at 1995. Sure. 
San Diego sure. Comic Con would be exciting to see. And just also about the con itself. It's like all one floor. Yes. Um, people are asking about like whether or not the celebrity thing. I, I didn't know because I don't have anything to reference. Couldn't from care it, less. But there was no like Hall H line. Mm-mm, which um, was really nice. Which which I was like, oh, okay. You know, I, I didn't get over to Petco Park, which I was a little annoyed at myself because I always hear about that they have events over there and yeah. I just didn't make it over there. But I went to some of the I went to some of the experiences. You I went did. outdoors. I did that. I walked, I believe, the entire floor of the con i Easily. made sure to do that yep um you know they they section things off pretty well comic book vendors were all in one area now admittedly they were off to the side mm-hmm. as they usually are but they were all together which i thought was kind of cool so that you weren't like wait where was that vendor it's like they were they're in this section yeah like, you know what i mean if you were a person who owned a comic book store and were selling your inventory mm-hmm. that's where you were not like a not like you had like an independent book that was someplace else yeah but i appreciated that you know um but it was interesting that it was all just on one big long huge crazy floor yeah. and at times like the crowds were like new york yes worse than new york mm-hmm. or i was kind of like what's happening where is everybody right like it was so interesting the flow in mm-hmm. there and that was another thing that con gets line management and sometimes it was annoying having someone <laughs> yelling but then i really appreciated it when i thought about the fact that in new york like sometimes someone will come along and be like you can't have a line here you can't do that <laughs> it'll just but, like this con had like volunteers there to to like cordon off like like aisles at times where they would just put their arms out they stretch across Mm -hmm. in order to like if there's a big long line either for like a creator or whatever they would stop the flow of traffic so the line could shift up yeah and then let everyone back interesting i didn't really see a lot of i well i walked the floor i think actually more than you did you may have because you went to a lot of i walked a lot of the floor because i got to meet up with the co-host dj you did you did uh, but like i spent most of my time either alone that was the other thing like and and i'll talk about that in a second and not in like don't take that it was a weird way to say that but trust me it was was i abandoned my wife you didn't do that that's how i didn't want to come up so i'm going to address that but um but like i really appreciated their attention to that detail and like if people were stopped too long in front of booths they'd be like and, and like it was backing up they'd be like you can't stay you can't stay here you have to keep moving you have to keep and like i i, I just appreciated yeah. it now that lot. is like a 50 year difference between like that and new york sure like new york just it, it you know and, and i will say it's also just it, you can feel the difference in the read run shows and the not read run yeah shows, no absolutely you know um additionally like if you do go to something like san diego take advantage of the things that are off site now yeah. that's that's the thing so it's like if you're all if you're going to san diego and let's say you only have a ticket for one day i went into somebody uh, in a line i was waiting in and they were like oh i only have a ticket for one day so i'm doing all the stuff around the con yeah. and so like stuff around the con for the most part you don't need a, a, no you don't, you need don't. A pass for you don't need a ticket for you can just go to it you know you wait in a line but like well, the let's lines just, aren't so bad but like let's just say like you're you know you're there like friday and saturday so you get to san diego and you have friday off but you don't have a ticket for friday you have the ticket for saturday on friday go do the stuff outside the con because you have all day why yeah. not and then like saturday go to the con itself because the con is huge yeah um and then there's like there's panels and autographs upstairs we did check that out that you was pretty the empty pavilion. it was it's always but like that's because down. i think there really weren't any celebrities well, there true. either because they couldn't be there mm-hmm. um so make sure you take advantage of that like i ended up going um to a thing that was in a hotel which i don't normally go to but like there was like a whole press list thing but it was also a press list debacle but it was going to be open to the public the next day anyway so it wouldn't have mattered and this is not just like any hotel it wasn't like it was a hotel no, 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 it was a hotel uh, san diego to- comic-con the convention center is sandwiched by two hotels there's yes. the hilton which is mostly used for business yep. slash eisner's yep and then there's the marriott i believe and yeah, that which one had like a dragon ball z experience i did not actually get to but then they also had the jinchito um museum 
And as much as there was the Comic-Con Museum, they could have taken, that museum could have taken a page out of the Junji Ito Museum for sure. I didn't get sure. to see that because I wasn't. Because uh, the Junji, well, you could have gone the next I could have. Anyone could have gone. Yeah. After, after the first day it was open. And if you have an opportunity to go to an exhibit like that, like this exhibit, go to it. Because mm. I got to tell you, it was 100% like an incredible experience for me yeah. to go describe that experience so you got to go i got uh, to go to this thing now why, what was the whole so uh, the thing was the whole blue around they, it. They, it was the edo verse welcome to the edo verse they did this. everything's a verse now it, it was the whole thing uh i did not get okay so let's talk about like so jinji ito was there throughout the weekend apparently doing all sorts of things he had crazy autograph signings yeah had to have a wristband for that I never spent for that, so I wasn't getting anything autographed. He had a huge ass panel where he did a whole bunch of like drawings and stuff like that. I didn't go to that either. <laughs> but I like, didn't go to that. I don't usually go to panels mm-hmm. because I, I don't no, I don't usually want to sit in a room for that long. We've, and we've I don't, done it. We've done and it. And I don't want to be the person who awkwardly gets up, even if that's totally expected. Yeah. I'm just not usually a panel person. But that one I was kinda like, mm, I kinda wish I went to that. Yeah. But they did have this museum as well. So along with like the Viz Media booth, which was celebrating a huge amount of like Junji Ito, and it was incredible and they had a bunch of swag and and I got a couple of swag items, which I love. Yeah. Um, they had this museum in the hotel. And when you went there, it was it was actual original pages. Mm. Like it was his original work there. And so if you're a fan of his art style, it was like life changing to mm. see his work up close. It's like you get it when you see it in the yeah. book. Like it's cool and it's amazing. And you imagine what that might look like. And then you see it big. Right. How big are we talking? I mean, like some of them, like, you know, like comic book page size. Right, like right. Big. So like when it comes to the manga, manga, it's, it's much like, smaller. It's smaller. Yeah. But some of these were quite large. And it was it was so incredible to see it up close to see not only his his pen and ink work, um, but to see him utilizing, you know, like screen tones on his on his piece to see him using other media like so like a lot of the stuff you see that's colorized that's him that's oh. him painting things that's him dabbling with other medium um and he was there yeah like in the room yeah he was there and i did not like i didn't go and talk to him because he was like surrounded by people he knew and stuff like that but i stood in a room not five feet away from junji ito yes. and it was and you're you're you know not to uh make too big a deal about it but it wasn't just like it was an art exhibition. It was an art exhibition. So you got to dress up a little bit. I dressed up. It was an exclusive. There was an open bar. Invi- I didn't have anything. <laughs> you I, were more within your right to do it. I had tickets, and I still have my tickets. You should have used them, but uh, or given them away. But the fact that you got to dress up, the fact yes. that you got to go to an art exhibition that it was like it was close yeah. to the public. I talked to um, some people about his work. Hobnob. That was nice. Yeah, but like, and he was right there. Yeah, yeah, and he was in attendance. It was and like, he was oh, it, and he just he was, and yeah, I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> Now, how did he uh, leave the party? Oh, a, a a group of women who were his, I guess, like um, handlers, uh, surrounded him and then took him away. Like a magic trick. Like, like they encircled him and then they all turned into doves and flew away and he was gone. That was essentially what happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my continuity now. No, they literally like just kind of crowded around him and then like took him away. <laughs> I was like, there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Off. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. So. so that's another thing that's like really cool about this show and about shows in general. Like, uh, and and I can't downplay it enough. Last uh, year's New York Comic Con, the Sandman Audible exhibition. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, that was really like, cool and a really nice. Experience. I did. I did the Hulu experience. I had a lot of fun with it. It was silly and ridiculous. You it was very different Hulu vibe. But yeah. like this museum, if you have a chance to see an artist's original work, trust me, go look go at do it. it. It's a different experience. So if you like them, someone asked to have um, pages from his Frankenstein adaptation there yeah there is there is a little piece of something from everything obviously uzumaki was uh present uh gyo was there uh they did have frankenstein they had uh suichi stuff there 
um I, I I took so many photos of oh, things just because it was so. You're gonna they post had, them. Post they them had on his the... um, Magic the Gathering cards oh. that they made. They had like actual like prints of those as well. There was just so much work. Things that he'd done for covers. Yeah. Things that like seeing them on the cover, I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Seeing it in person, I was like, oh, I was dumbstruck cool. by yeah. it. Like it was like it was a totally different experience. Amigar fault not present. I was like, oh, where is that? <laughs> where are those? No, pages? you know what that is. That's like the Monty Python parrot sketch not included. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Amigar fault not included. Yeah, so it was it was so so incredible. So if that muse if that museum thing happens to move to another con and you happen to be in attendance to it Do and it. you're a fan, go yeah, go to it, <laughs> go to it, my friends. Yes. Um, additionally, I want to talk about the being alone thing. Um, so we were there obviously with Benny the Comic Historian, and I got to tell you guys, I don't do well traveling, especially in terms of like changing time zones. So like we were. I was jet lagged the entire time, essentially, because yeah. like for me, it was always three hours later yeah. than it really was. And I don't know and- what it is, but with with conventions for me, like I don't I only need if it's like a four day convention, I mm-hmm. need about like 10 hours sleep com- like entirely from mm-hmm. end to end because I'll just go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's you know, me. And I also find a way to sleep like at some point or another, like I will sleep at least six hours like a night. But I, I really don't sleep a lot during the kind of span. And San Diego is no different where I'm like, all right, here we go. Uh, you know, I'll get up and be like, re- and especially with the three hour for me, it's like three extra hours. So for me, I'll get up at like seven and be like, all right, uh, yeah, not that- excited, but awake. Yeah, I don't. And I also don't sleep well in hotel rooms exactly. in general. And so like I made a decision that since I really didn't have anything to do that when I like I would get up when I got up. Right. Essentially. And so like Sal would get up and I woke up. And I, well, nobody's there to meet with me anyway. So it was fine. So I was like, you know what? Good. I'll see you later. I will catch up. I can. I am an adult, and I can navigate this yeah, city. Because we've done on this before, own. where we've gone to conventions like Baltimore, or New York. Yeah, or, and then like, I'll, like if you have to or, go or uh, Emerald City, and you'll come with, or you'll be like, all right, we're both getting up. Yeah, and, and I've done. I think that. this is a better system. Not this to say worked. like no, but it really, really was because like it allowed for us to both have the days we wanted, and it wasn't like we didn't see each other. Mm-hmm. It just let me like when I finally got up on that like that Thursday. Mm-hmm which was like two hours after he left, I was like, I felt better. Yeah. I went and I got myself like some coffee and I relaxed and then I went to the con. And that said, like, because I was behind them, you know, sometimes they would be like having lunch or they would go off someplace else and I would go to the floor of the con. I was like, no, I really want to see the con. And I know they had already done it. And I, I got to tell you, like, I had never really done the con alone. And not that I prefer it, but if you, if you were like, I don't want to go to a convention by myself, Trust me. No go. There's something fun about that. And the thing that's fun about that is that you do what you want when you want. Yeah. You're not worried about like, oh, does this other person want to look at this? Oh, should we like what do you want to do? Oh, I want to look at that. Like, no, no. I just did what I wanted when I wanted to. But the other thing is, if you take all these pieces of advice and you go like you let's say you go to a convention like San Diego by yourself. Yeah. And then you go to like an exhibition, Mm -hmm. you can meet people and interact, and then you'll have a partner or friend for the convention following that exhibition. Oh, sure, So you can go for the first day as just you. You can hook up or meet up with people afterwards. And then suddenly you have, like, a crew. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, if you're worried, like, well, like, I want to have photos. You know, I realized, like, when I I was doing the Hulu thing, like, I was there by myself. I went to the Hulu exhibit by myself. You were, I think, in a meeting. I was in a meeting. And I went to it. And I was like, oh, I'm just, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. And I went by myself. And I just either asked the people who worked there or other people who were at the exhibit, like, oh, would you mind grabbing a photo for me? And then I would offer to take a photo for them. Yes. And so, like, it's very doable to go to a convention on your own and have an amazing time. Yeah. Um, So, like, I'm saying, like, do both. 
If you yeah. have friends, go with your friends. If you're by yourself, go, go by, by yourself. yourself. Trust me, you're going to find your fun. You're going to have a great and time. And don't be afraid to uh, grab a hotel that's like further away than you yeah. might think. Although I would necessarily, I, I wouldn't necessarily just close my eyes and pick a hotel. I would Google street view it. I would uh, check the reviews. Yeah. I would make sure that you were not in an unsafe place, particularly if you were of a uh, female persuasion, just in general, not, you know, just, just, just no, it's like anybody. It could be, it could be, make it could sure be you anybody. find something that feels safe for you. Exactly. Like inevitably, like, you know, there were some streets I didn't feel super, I'm sure I was fine, but I no, guess but like, like eh, little I, don't wanna, I don't like, I don't like awkward interactions as much as I don't like There's a lot of those being unsafe. Like I don't like awkward interactions just Overall. in general. Um, so like, I didn't want to deal with that. So like I found a way to walk to and fro the from the con no problem yeah you found like your route um, additionally that's another thing like when you leave the con you go out like into the gas lamp district of um san diego yeah. and there's like a whole bunch of restaurants and bars and if you just if it's too packed up there just go a little further up the street just literally there's go there's plenty of other restaurants away. up there um that you'll be able to find some place to sit at uh and everybody who works at those conventions or at those restaurants and and bars and coffee shops they're into this they're either wearing costumes or they have themed like menus for the convention yep. it's great it's awesome yeah even and, if they don't make any changes physically or cosmetically like they're yes. glad you're there yes and admittedly the other thing that made this i think a little stronger than new york comic-con new york comic-con last year there was like very few comic book vendors which was really bizarre this one show like showing strong yeah um you definitely saw those great deals yep trades for yeah, like there was five dollar trades five dollar trades 50 percent off trades like you could find them they were look. there no because we knew we had to fly back so we couldn't allow ourselves that to being do said it. there was in the convention a fedex station yes that did all the packing and shipping for you mm -hmm. the only thing is it got a little pricey yeah and i and the the thing i didn't like about that was they didn't tell you how much it was going to cost until after they already backed everything up so i was like no like i i, I helped uh benny get a large he bought a bunch of these uh uh skateboard yeah pieces of art he said and, he was gonna buy anything and then he was like and then he bought like a lot of things well he turned around and they were there and he's like damn it yeah like, uh but i was like he's like i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm like just ship them just go to the fedex thing and ship them because like yeah. what else are you gonna do right and uh, and he theory, did you could go i'm sure you could find someplace else in the area that could do it too that isn't going to be directly in the convention center so like there's just a lot to do san yeah. diego was more impressive than i thought it was going to be it, it, like i think it was probably more enjoyable for me because of the fact that we it was there was no celebrity zoo there was no hall h and mm -hmm. so like people were there and they were there in force for yes. sure um but i think there's a little less of the craziness so for me it was a really perfect intro to san diego and totally. i would like to go back to it um but it was a really great chance for me to try some new things whether yeah. that be doing off-site experiences which i don't normally do mm -hmm. and also just being alone at the con and yeah. it was like it was like in a great way i also loved going around with you i also went around the con with benny yeah um i went around the con with some other people as well but sometimes i was just on my own and that was great too it yeah. was all good new york is a big lesson to learn from this which is just like to really lean on the outer experience the problem is javits area doesn't really lend itself it doesn't to that, lend itself but they could work out like a better deal there's also big empty spaces mm -hmm. there's swaths of empty space that the javits center has not incorporated like they just haven't figured out what to do with this space yet that they could for what would normally be an off-site item uh they should also work out some deals with like local restaurants the problem is of course that like the javits i think is about two blocks at least two long blocks away from the nearest restaurant mm -hmm. and manjanaro's is closed so you know it's, you're wasting your time anyway uh but yeah i uh i don't know plus uh you know new york comic-con canceled or rejected all of our press uh, credentials so you know they're not exactly on our favorites list right now but hey you know what we did uh we did uh, uh put a put in for a panel like we have for the last 15 years 
uh, and I expect our uh, imminent rejection anytime. Like, like for the past. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, and that, you know, that'll be par for the course. Um, it was funny. There was actually a, a, a request on, uh, on Twitter for like, you know, questions for the organizers of New York Comic Con. And I wanted to ask, like, does, does your uh, over rejection of news and like YouTube sources have anything to do with the proliferation of puffers? And that, and that is a thing. And, and, and it's like, it's a little transparent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, that's why I'm they're, annoyed. Is they're going to let like, the, the, obviously the larger folks are going to be there because it's kind of already hard been. To, to be like, Oh yeah. You can't like you. go, Oh yeah, no CBR, uh, and, and at all. Yeah. You know, IGN. No, you can't have a booth. Right, right, right. Um, someone asked if we did anything else in San Diego. Yeah. We went to the zoo. We went to Balboa park and we also went to the Japanese friendship garden there, which was beautiful. Yes, it was. No, overall, just a fantastic time. It was great meeting a few uh, audience members as well. Yeah. Uh, we did make sure to say that at the uh, last episode we did, where we were like, hey, if you see us, say hello. You did. And you did. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, it was great. It was just an overall fantastic experience. We also got to meet up with some uh, some colleagues. I don't. I didn't meet up with everybody I wanted to, mm-hmm. and that's just because of coordinating schedules and whatnot, but you'll hear more yeah, about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so uh, thank you, uh, Comic-Con, for, you know, always approving our uh, our credentials and yes. letting us in and uh and for making a fun show yeah and like again like i know like i have acted honestly about this con um like it was overhyped yes but like having gone i was like i get it i get it i, I get it totally totally it's not just, get like, it if you just if you if your experience is you fly in you take an uber from the airport to the convention which is a good 15 minutes which is awesome uh, and then you go into the show and you go to the con, you hit the floor, you rock the floor, you come back, you get in your car, you go back home. Yeah, it's going to be a waste of your time. Yeah. But if you, but even then, the floor is pr- pr- still pretty fun. Yes. I don't really care. I'm not really dazzled by booths, although there were a couple of like standout booths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skybound's booth, DC's booth, uh, and um, and Distillery's booth. Although it's funny, apparently Distillery, Distillery, yeah. uh, remove all the vowels. Uh, they were upset because apparently their booth uh, lacked a whole bunch of uh, accoutrements that were supposed to come in, uh, but it created this beautiful footprint for them where it was just this big ass rectangle yeah, with really their cool. big beautiful like colored logo oh, yep. and uh, and they all they had with their uh, overpriced uh, collections. And I will say that it was like it was eye catching. It yeah. was clean. It looked good. Made it, it was professional. Yep. The Skybound booth is all uh, the the Image booth is also great. Yes. Um, interestingly, nice apparently Todd worked out a deal with Image. They cut up the booth and they like gave parts away to fans. That's brilliant. I That's know. a great idea. That was fantastic. Uh, so, someone asked, like, no Tijuana run. It's really funny you say that because yeah. as soon as we got into our first Uber from the, the, airport. Uh, the airport, which we were both exhausted from uh, being up early for the trip, um, but uh, they they made a joke about that. Yeah. Like, okay, so wait, you guys are going to Tijuana? TJ? Right. Yeah, we're, we're like, going to TJ. And, like, so it set a great mood for that, but he also made a, a great recommendation for tacos. Yes, and we did take him up on it, and then we were uh, rewarded for Yeah, a, they were uh, good. Tacoing. But yeah, so let's talk about some comics. Yeah, let's uh, do that because I read a lot this week. So uh, considering the fact that I think we're already, I don't even know how. We're about 26 minutes into Yeah, so like I'm going to, you know. Well, real quick, I will uh, just shotgun this one. It's uh, Zeb Wells and McGinnis' Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number 30. Um, I You said hi to him. I did I say hello surprised. to him. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that he's a living, breathing human being. And I, I'm not one to. Well, I'm uh, surprised that he wasn't like. I don't think he knows who we are. Yeah, I, I, I really don't think that he knows who we are. Uh, but if he did, I mean, he knows who you are because you interviewed him. I did, and I, he didn't. He didn't. I think he was being very polite. 
I think so too. There's a politeness thing, and I appreciate when people do that, where they're just like, "Oh yeah, yes, I recall like, our sure. interaction." No, I don't expect that. That's no. fine. We had we we interacted for a total of five minutes out of a collective year, essentially, right? Or at like, another convention that was yeah. overwhelmingly like, like popular. No, I don't expect that. It's true, uh, but he was nice. Uh, this book is fine, fair to average. Uh, characters are, you know, caricatures of themselves. Ock is very much like Ock, but also more like a uh, action figure that you would use to depict your Octavius. Not really thrilled with this uh, issue. Ed McGinnis's art is really hit or miss sometimes. This one was a miss for me. I felt like it was more like a, uh, just an exaggerated version of Ed McGinnis than it was like truly Ed McGinnis. Uh, maybe it was because of the anchor. Maybe it was because of the uh, colorist. I don't know, but I will right, say right. that it just, it does. It's, it's not hitting on any uh, exciting cylinder for me, but okay. uh, you know, yeah, it, it was, it's, it's just this with a different artist would have felt would it would have had a very different tone. Uh, as for me, because of the like ridiculous nature of the like concept, you know, Octavius is like, I know that Norman, you're a piece of crap, so I'm going to make you into a goblin again. Big switcheroo, big surprise. Holy crap. Uh, it just kind of just came across as very goofy. The whole issue was just very goofy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it wouldn't be as, I think, maligned mm-hmm. if we would, didn't have all the baggage that came along with the series. Okay. You know, but it is very goofy. And I'm not really here for goofy. Like I, I'm, I'm waiting. Like, for... I'm more of a Donald Exa- kind of Gorsh. person. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, I've been waiting for like three runs now for Amazing Spider-Man to just be the thing I want it to be. And I, I think we've long established that like it's never going to be. But it's, uh, you know, and, and it's a shame that you know, even in these weird stretches where it's like it's, it's not objectively terrible. It's just not what I'm looking for. Okay, and. Maybe it will for you. If you if you happen to uh, like a goofy Spider-Man with like silly antics that it's not that Spider-Man is a goofy moron like he has been. Uh, it's more like everything around it is silly and goofy. I don't know. It's and the art did not help. You know, Ed McGinnis is not a Spider-Man artist. Just I appreciate his work. I think mm. he's done some inf- some incredible full page splashes. There is one in this where Spider-Man looks great. But overall, I'm not here for Ed McGinnis to draw Spider-Man mm-hmm. stuff. I don't no. want to, I don't want J. Jonah Jameson to look like he is in one of the badly animated episodes of Tiny Toon Adventures. That's a very specific reference, but those who know, know. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, oh, no, I closed the whole tab. You closed the whole tab. Now what are we going to do? I know. I'm, while you pull that up, I'll talk about um, there was a couple ghost riders. Yes, couple, there were. A couple ghost riders. There's always at least a kinda, couple. Kind of rode in this Riding week. around. Uh, ghost Rider number 16 came out um, by Ben Percy with art by uh, Chris Campagna. Ah, see. Or Com- Campana. I don't know. Um, but uh, I had missed issue 15. So like I, re- I started reading this one. And I was like, excuse me um where's danny and i was like oh <laughs> that's my fault my fault um so i went back i read that they wrapped that up i'll bet it was it a was, real humdinger it was fine mm-hmm. like you know I, I appreciated it you know like there was a lot of good stuff in issue 15 and then just some stuff that i was kind of felt a little weaker the wrap up yeah to it um didn't quite 100 percent stick the landing but it wasn't like a total like let down right there was some really solid stuff in issue 15 issue 16 was like kind of like a little bit of an interlude appreciated it it, it took 
um, like Robbie from three years ago, Danny from two years ago, and Johnny right now, and yeah. essentially set a character who would show up in each of their journeys. And I, it almost started off like sort of like an urban legend, and uh -huh. it kind of left it uh, like ambiguous as to what the point of it really was. <laughs> but it was right. No, but it was fun. You oh, know okay. what I mean? Like, right. you know, each of them runs into this character, and, and like they all have like their run in with it, and it's like creepy and like grotesque in a sense. Yeah. Um, and how they come out the other side of it. I, 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 thought it was going one way and then it shifted another that doesn't make it bad it's no. just i thought we were going one way right um and not like in a but you made me think this and then right. like pulled the right no, yeah it was you just tricked like, me no no it's totally fine um but it was just like a little mini interlude and i was like cool yeah all, all right, right cool. awesome and then then i went back and i was like okay i clearly need to read issue 15 and i did you know like I yeah said. um and well, then of course the other ghostwriter book came out ah, yes um, the one you were really looking forward to <laughs> i like them both the catch ghostwriter uh number three came out um by howard mackey uh with art by daniel uh, daniel picciotto picciotto um i choose you i'm sorry uh, why um why <laughs> uh you know listen like i i dig me some like howard mackey ghostwriter not because it's like the greatest prose ever it in fact is not but because the fact that it is like nostalgic and fun feeling and nostalgic for something that i didn't Read. really read when it was coming out but you that's the thing that's the thing about reading old back issues is that like you can become a fan I again i'm a fan and then i'm like oh okay cool and and that's literally like that like it's more of the I same mean, scarecrow. Like, if, look at him it's, if let's stare it's scarecrow it's um blackout it's you know what i mean like blazes in this like it's like no, we're talking about that time but period, is suicide right? in it no, and we're never going to see that character again. That Not character fair. is over and it is done. I don't think that's fair. No, it's it's okay. Um, but I, I think Marvel's like, please don't, stop talking about him. Please don't remind people. Please of just that stop exists. stop talking about him. It's yeah. just it, that's a problem. Just he's problematic. Um, <laughs> he is problematic. But uh, you know, it, it's it, it's that type of book where it's like if you're if you were a fan of this, then yes, you're going to be a fan of it now. Right. Like, it's just it is what it is it's silly and they and they say ridiculous things and it's read in that type of like i'm reading comic book sort of voice yes right yes um, like they, they they have a lot of expository dialogue where they, like, yes but not, you are my sister but from a long time not, ago it's, it's not as bad as all that but it is definitely like that like the last panel of this and i apologize if this is going to be a spoiler for all three of you who maybe didn't for some reason pick this up but i love this last Shame panel because it's blaze and it's danny and they're looking at like a body and the body is out of caretaker and like Blaze or, uh, or Johnny yells like he cannot die. He's Ghost Rider. Like we need him to tell us how to find Stacy and your family before we're innocent blood is spilled. Oh to be my concluded. God. And I love I love that because I'm like yes yes that is what that, Danny talks that like is when he's Ghost what Rider. Howard's Mackey's voice is for these characters. We we literally just talked about what he was going to do like in the panels before that, and then yeah. he doesn't do it, and then that's how we ended. I'm like yeah, of course we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes that's 100 percent what we're doing here awesome um so it, it's it's freaking awesome oh uh, danny does in fact need help in a lot of these books like he gets his butt kicked yeah of course someone's gotta come help him he even as ghost garbage. rider yeah that's the best like, time yes, is when he falls down yes, in garbage as like, ghost rider. They, like i i just i i don't know like i feel like harold mackie has like a reverence for the character but well, he also created him. likes to give him a really hard time did he leave at any point he hasn't like he has before in this issue he really didn't get an opportunity no that's but i think he wanted to you could feel it you could feel um it. His, so his, his yeah, lack of interest. Like, a couple ghost rider books came out this week and they and you read were both and them. i read both of them well there was another one i didn't i'm not i'm not a cosmic ghost rider fan that's fair necessarily so i did not read that one yeah um but yeah yeah um 
Speaking of Cosmic Ghost Rider, we ran into uh, Donny Cates on the floor at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. We did. Uh, Came out from hiding. uh, And he asked us to mention on the show this piece of information for folks out there. I can't believe it slipped my mind before. uh, And I I feel only indebted to do so because we dedicated an entire month of February to basically making fun of his comic books. So why not? Uh, Donny Cates apparently was involved in an automobile accident. Uh, He was severely injured. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has actually the scars to prove it. There's one like you could, it's, it's, it's insane, but uh, you know, broke a, uh, a bone uh, near his like ocular area. Yep. And uh, went through a severe period of um, uh, rehabilitation yep. and uh, is now uh, trying to essentially recover the pieces of his life. And uh, he uh, he's like he, he's like missing six. He's months. missing about six months of his time. And so uh, he doesn't remember like the last at least six months um, or at least that's what he said. Yeah. And so. Uh, so we wished him a, a, a speedy recovery mm-hmm. and, you know, all the best. And we hope that he uh, gets the help he needs because he, you know, seems to be still in, in, in some in some difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been very vocal about the fact that he used to have a stutter. Uh, you might have catched it uh, or caught it in any of his uh, interviews. It's a little bit more pronounced nowadays. And, it, you know, just made me feel like for him. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we just wish that uh, Donnie uh, feels better and that uh, things uh, things turn around for him. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but he said, "Hey, mention it on your show," and I'm like, "All right, yeah, we'll, we'll talk do. about it." So, yeah, yeah, he was he was severely injured, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and he's now recovering and uh, and trying to, you know, pick up the pieces of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, he's divorced. Yes. That that also occurred. Yes. Um, but yeah. So uh, moving on from that, uh, I read this uh, this what if comic book. Uh, I thought, hey, yeah, I'll read that because I remember hearing about it. Uh, Jerry Conway and Jody Hauser co-wrote the debut, I think, of the new What If initiative called What If Dark, which I have been very vocal about uh, it being stupid and I hating it. Uh, it's uh, got art by Ramon Bacha or Baca, uh, and uh, it has this uh, this glorious Greg Land cover, which just really uh, reminds everybody why he's still employed. Uh, and uh, thankfully, there is no Greg Land interior art, uh, but it doesn't really save the book. Uh, there is also a reference to Spider-Gwen in here. Uh, she does not appear, nor is there any uh, allusions to that at all. What? Uh, in but fact, it's called Spider-Gwen. It is, uh, but it's not. It's uh, it's just an alternate version of like the death of Gwen Stacy. What if Spider-Man died instead of Gwen Stacy? That's the idea. Hmm. Um, the the idea of what if Dark at all, uh, you know, I, I would assume the premise is similar to the Tales of the Dark multiverse, hmm. which is, of course, a pastiche of what if when things were really dark at what if uh so it's kind of like an Ouroboros. but uh no as a matter of fact this uh, this particular issue you know it's sad that, that peter dies but uh, gwen attempts to take up the mantle of spider-man it's it's baffling right. this book did not need to exist there is no reason for it it's terrible there's almost nothing redeeming about it you know the only thing that's like fun about it is that uh jerry conway you know who wrote the night Gwen Stacy died uh, works with Jody Hauser, who's a professional comic book writer as well uh, to kind of like bring this idea to life. I've read recent Jerry Conway work. It's not this bad. I think that Jerry pitched the idea and Jody wrote it, mm. but you know, I'm not going to disparage either author. I'm just going to say uh, the comic isn't great and you should not waste your money on this. It's, it's a disappointment to be sure. Uh, and uh, hopefully it will, uh, 
not sell well and wrap up the what if dark initiative because we already had one like we had a new what if initiative and it was a really good idea and it was like you know made by Zadarsky. right 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 and not to say that Zadarsky should do everything but he pitched the new what if idea and it was a good one and I don't know why we strayed from that. It's really weird. It's just it's baffling. To <laughs> right, me. right, right. Uh, I read Wolverine this week. Ah, yes, Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine, written by Ben Percy, with art by Juan Jose Rip. I like the fact that this team has remained on this book seemingly not from the beginning, but for a long time. Like yeah. I've heard you say Ben Percy and Juan Jose Rip. Well, it's always a lot. been Ben Percy and. Right. For a while, it was a Qbert. That was fun. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but that was very early. Like, yeah. you know, we're well, 35. Came, no, but then he came back for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he bailed out for a little bit. Right. Um, yeah, but it's been ripped for quite a while. Yeah. Um, this is like, hey, let's let's deal with the end of like Beast and Weapon X here. And um, we do and we don't. Like, we definitely finish up the story they were telling about Beast, but they um, don't catch Beast, nor do they kill him. Okay, so um, damn it. But it's okay like i i I, yes because i appreciate the fact that they took this pawn off the table with everything else that's going on which we'll absolutely talk a bit about Mm -hmm. um later on but like it's good that this is you know like beast no longer has his big ridiculous like organic mech okay and he doesn't have his um like uh, ability to resurrect Beasts mm, or mm. Wolverines anymore? Like okay. I think there's like three Wolverines missing. Which right. Wolverine's going to go deal with? That's All right, kind of so what he's that's going gonna... to be the new Wolverine, like the continuing Wolverine series. Yeah, he want, I got to kill my go, other Wolverines. Well, and we'll see what that what he's really going to be doing there. But um, but Beast is out there somewhere. All like, right, doing something. I was but like, he's that's... off the table because Apocalypse coming back. Yeah, for right now. <laughs> Someday. Um, so All I was right. like, that that's that's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they were supposed to be more of a bombastic thing and it just didn't line up or this was something that they're like, no, let's do a little something with this. Let's get him away from what's going on with Krakoa in general. Yeah. And then we'll bring that back in later. All on. Right. So I, 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 I like to think they're, they're thinking about this. They're not the done. Time. They're not done with it. Um, and that, that's good. Okay. Uh, I read Superman, the last days of Lex Luthor from Mark Wade and Brian Hitch. Uh, if you had caught the uh, interview that I did with Mark Wade, uh, he teased the series. It is an oversized edition of this uh, book. And unfortunately, the cover scheme looks a lot like Superman and the Earth Sealers, which uh, was one of our lowest viewed episodes of Packages of all time. And is one of the goofiest Superman stories I've ever read. But this... I'm not a huge fan of this cover. Well, it's because it's by Brian Hitch. And uh, no, I mean, like the whole thing, the whole look of it. Yeah, it's, it's okay. So I, I am on your side when it comes to this. I... Can't, I couldn't wait for this, and I will say that reading it, I enjoyed it, and I think it is uh, a testament to Mark Wade's love of the character, and I think it's a fun idea, and I think Brian Hitch is a fantastic choice for the series 10 or 15 years ago. This uh, is the result of the current Brian Hitch, which you might see in Ultimate Invasion, uh, which is fine, like, it's it's fine, you know, but it's more of Batman's grave than it is of the authority. You know, it's like, it's just, it's not as good looking or as exciting or as widescreen mm-hmm. as we come to expect from a Brian Hitch work. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think tonally it really works with Brian Hitch. I think that Brian Hitch is a good choice overall. I think that it's, it, it's a natural choice. I get it, but it does, doesn't, it doesn't, enhance the work interestingly enough you know superman birthright is the other seminal mark wade superman piece outside of of course kingdom come but something with superman's name on the title mm-hmm. uh but he worked with uh lineal you and that was a weird choice right, right right and it does look odd when you think about like who you might choose 
for a Superman book, especially right. from that time, you know, you're still thinking about like people like uh, Grummet and, uh, uh, you know, Dan Jurgens, you know, it's, uh, Jerry Ordway, you know, but it's like, it works. Yeah. And I think that given the time, given like the effort, like, you might still enjoy it regardless. Okay. And I think that you'll get used to it. Like Brian Hitch's work is, it's one of those things where sometimes it's really jarring and other times it's really great. But at the end of the day, after like one issue, you you get very used to it. Mm, you, get, okay. you get, you ease right back into it. Cool, cool. Um, but then there's always that one moment you're like, ooh, and you just hope that you can forget about it. You're right. But uh, this is of course the idea that Lex Luthor's dying, uh, too much too much exposure to, to Kryptonite. I think I saw that in the Justice League cartoon. And uh, Superman's like, well, I, I have to help you. You know, because I'm Superman. Mm-hmm. And it's, and also because he feels compelled to do it because there's a dark secret that he's like responsible for Lex Luthor's condition in the first place. Uh, yep, you know, and so it's Superman. And, he, and it's a fun little like, let's take Lex Luthor on this like pill, this kind of journey, mm. you know, this Odyssean journey to save Lex Luthor. There's a yeah. great moment where he takes him to Candor, and the it, it's yet another interpretation. It's funny, and I want to say yet another. I mean, we just did this episode of Superman on back issues, uh, Superman Godfall. Yes, where it was like that is a weird looking Candor. You know, I'm thinking of the bottom. It, there's another weird looking version of Candor in this, and it's what like big heck? and it's expansive. It's okay. like it's a it's only a bottle in like name. You know, it's just it's it's big and it's long. It's just neat. I'm like, hey, that's kind of fun. They just did that. That book was 20 years old. Right, right, right. But yeah, uh, overall, you know, Superman's right. Lex is right. The story's right. It's a good book. It's a weird time. I'm not wild. You know, like you, I'm not wild about the cover. And, you know, I, I wonder if issue two will look a little better. Let's find out. It's certainly more Brian Hitchy. Anyway. I, actually, I like the, the the color, the scheme a little better on this one. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, that's interesting that they would go. All right. Well. They actually pulled colors from the cover versus yeah versus just making it a black and white one and white yeah. one. Yeah, that's that's issue two, which I will be buying. So definitely check that out. But uh, yeah, man, it's a it's a good series. You know, it, and of course, it's out of continuity. It's its own thing. It's whatever you know you want it to be. It doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I think that's just fine. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, Mark Wade wants to write a Superman book. Well, you just give it to him. Just get out of the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we will, and uh, and that's fine. But it didn't blow my socks off. Okay. You know? okay. I'm not looking for every book to knock my socks off. I know I say that a lot. I'm just saying, you know, it's Mark Wade. Mark Wade gets super like Mark Wade, one of the most definitive Superman writers of all time. Yes. You know, and and yet up in the sky. Blew my mind. You know. Right. So there's there's time. And, yes. You know, there is there is an opportunity here. Yes. Uh we should read a couple of super chats, I think. I think so at this mind. point. Um but young go over a thousand i have been gotta catch the rewatch but dude the hellfire gala people waiting uh wanting the x-men to be on the ropes and hating the krakoa uh orgies party time well they're gonna get it super excited uh i honestly the orgies have been over since hickman left well i <laughs> like i what i'm taking from this is like you we needed that time in yeah order. like you can't appreciate a fall of this magnitude unless without you have. you've been building for this long like Agreed. it's like like you know if you want a really like in, like incredible something i wouldn't do sort of ride on a <laughs> like roller coaster because i'm not that a roller person coaster, yeah um like you have to go up first like That's you right. have to go up that like that peak before yeah. you get the rush to go down true. so 
Uh, thank you very much, Jackson Boyd. I've tried two times before and stopped, but I'm finally reading all of Hickman's X-Men. Only 15 issues until I start Ten of Swords. It is so good. Thank you for covering X-Men. It's why I decided to start it. Yay! That's fantastic. That's awesome. Nicely done, Jackson. And hopefully you enjoy uh, Ten of Swords. Yeah. If you are, like, I, I, I advise you read it, uh, but if you are, like, stuck or you're like, I don't know, watch the back issues and you will read along you can read along uh, not really because i'm all over the place with that one that's so true. It's yeah like, no just just read it yeah read it. Uh, matthew trilaga love a hearing tiffany gives some love to the tangent universe last week hopefully someday it will make an appearance on the couch i hope so yeah. too i don't know if it's collected but i think if it is we'll grab it at some point if there's a story i thought it was just like here's a bunch of random stuff but like i'll i'll, I'll look into it oh we've never done that before i know ray far comic pop woo hope you two are doing good we are man and we're doing well as well thank you ray uh kingsport cal uh still doing letters page p.o box still yep uh we're still doing that uh i shot an episode about a month ago and uh encompassed about i don't know a year and a half worth of packages um sorry yeah we're the literal worst i need to work on um, like fixing that like where it's like either we move letters page to phones and we just shoot it there we can i'm just saying like i look i, I want to do i'm just saying it's it's been a promise that it's a show on the youtube channel let's just get you a gopro and a strap and you just put it on your body you open the it, thing is like, and like it's like euro people it. would do that but like people would would dig that but it's also like the the packages and letters are for everybody i know I and know. they want to see like what you guys think about that uh croc hey sound hey Jeff, hope you're doing how well. are you Good to see you croc thanks a lot for stopping by man and thanks like glad we ran into you and got to meet you at the show it was freaking awesome you uh, guys are great yeah you are great thank you uh uh Arduit, thank you very much for your support twice should let you know you did that twice but thank you very much it might just be once maybe it was a it could be uh but if it isn't thank you uh comp pop woo missed uh you last week well we were not here but uh, that's right you did miss us thank you we huh. missed uh yeah no, we, missed, we you. missed you guys hope y'all had a blast at san diego comic-con odd you. question but have either of you guys watched adventure time no no, we don't like I, I think like a little bit, but not enough to know much about it. Exactly. I have weird uh, word slash home associations. And every time Tiffany intros herself, I can't help weird but think Tiffany slash name associations. Oh, word name associations. I can't help but think Tiffany from Adventure Time. Now I'm going to have to watch that. I know. I have no idea what that reference is. I have to watch that now. Yeah. Damn it. I know. You just gave me a chore. Not Damn really. It. I'm sure I'll have a great time. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a great show. Yeah. Thank you very much for your support, man. And I do love me some cartoons. Dan Wesley, thank you very much for your super sticker. Thank you. Uh, Pop Culture Guy nine three nine. Uh, Pop Culture Guy three thousand. A little late, but what's your take on Paul Rubin's passing? Uh, it's uh, tragic. I'm really sad to hear it. I'm glad that he was surrounded by friends and family during that time. Uh, I'm glad that he got the privacy that he wanted. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is, uh, you know, the world's a little less funny without him. Uh, Matthew Trelago, Wicked Comic Con, formerly Boston Comic Con, good Wicked. name, uh, is smaller than both New York and San Diego, but they focus more on pure comics and interactions with artists and writers. Would love to see you guys there one day. I'll look into it. Yeah, we do like that kind of show. We've gone to Baltimore, Baltimore. in the past, but like, yeah, we love that kind of show too. Like, yeah. they're they're just different experiences. It's true. We missed out on Terrificon. I wanted to. I I thought about checking it out, but I was also like, we just did San Diego. I don't want to go. Uh, it was in the uh, Mohegan Sun in uh, Connecticut. And a ton of creators were there as well. Oh, um, should have done that. Yeah. Actually, uh, for a colleague and friend of ours, uh, John Suntress was uh, was also oh. in attendance. Um, uh, John Kata. Hey, guys. Hope you're both well. We are. Thank you. Hopefully thank you. you are as well. Uh, so a new Punisher. I'm curious as to why bother. If Frank is too problematic now, just retire the character, surely. 
Um, Do we know who it is yet? We don't. I don't think. It's just a blonde guy, which is funny. Because, I saw like, an image. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture, too. No, I, I meant like while we were at San Diego Comic-Con, I was walking around with some mm. folks who knew some artists and an artist had done either a cover or a variant cover right. for it. And they're like, here, check it out. And they, they show this cover. Mm-hmm. No one had seen it. Mm-hmm. And, well, I'm sure other people had seen it. But like they were like, here it is. And they're like, who is he? He's like, they wouldn't tell me. Oh, they just told me what to draw. Right. I was right. like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it's supposed to be. I, I don't care. I'm not here for anybody else being frank, unless it's Jay Gallows. But uh, actually, I was like, is it Cable? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't care. Uh, I, I think Frank's coming back someday. You know, they don't they didn't take him off the table because, you know, they could have just killed him, which they've done before. You know, Frank's always been a problem. And uh, I remember in the 90s, he was a problem. And so they executed him and then they turned him into an angel. Like there was th- there's other ideas for Frank. And uh, they will all end up being him in New York City murdering well, bad guys. I, I say give it a chance. Yeah, I, I hope someone does. I'm not interested. Uh, the Punisher series by Jason Aaron was phenomenal. I know, regardless. but I'm just I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be fun. I just don't you, care. If you're a Punisher fan or you're looking for something new, give it a shot. Exactly. At least one or two issues. And then if you're not a fan, you know you're not a fan. Yeah. Don't, don't hate it outright. Either just don't buy it or read it and uh, give, it a, give it a fair shake. Uh, and Coolman Cottingham, Cottingham says uh, three cues for T. Uh, oh, no. What do you think of Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong? I can't believe they've done it. And uh, I'm reading that. Right. Totally. <laughs> Uh, is this finally the year for Godzilla back issues? Depends on, I guess, when that's collected. <laughs> no, we have no, no. We'll do we that. have other things that we could do leading up to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. And uh, what is your favorite kaiju comic? Do you have one? God- Godzilla um, goes to hell in hell. Yeah, the the hell. <laughs> Godzilla, uh, what the hell? What the hell? Dante <laughs> Cook. Hey, Sal and Tiff. I'm so upset that I slept on San Diego Comic Con this year. Is there any chance you guys being there next year? I'm going for sure now. Maybe. Maybe. I hope so. We we, uh, we will register and we will get tickets, hopefully. And uh, so it's all a question of getting the hotel room and uh, and and the flights and everything like that. But apparently we didn't need to do it a year in advance. There was op- There were options. So we will definitely look into it. Mm-hmm. But we hope to. We hope to. I, yeah, I don't know about yeah. you, but I definitely plan on it. I would love to go back. Um, what else did you read, Tiff? Uh, I read um, Night Terror's Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. Uh, because I was like, why not? It's written by uh, Teeny Howard with art by, I don't recall who the artist is, uh, Hayden Sherman. Mm. And um, what? What this cover? He, it looks like Sandman. It's freaking awesome. The cover is really awesome. Um, and we do get a bit of this, like it's it's Harley going through her nightmares and like being like, you can't scam me with what's in my brain. Mm-hmm. I already faced all of this. <laughs> right. Like first of all, because of her, you know, educational background, mm-hmm. her professional background, and also her working with the Joker background. There's not a whole lot in there that's like nightmare fuel for yeah. her. Like they try a whole bunch of things. Like they face her down with like working at Arkham and not having pants on. Okay. She's wearing boxer shorts. Sure. Um, or like, you know, like the whole bunch of jokers and they're coming for her. And she's like, I already dealt with that. Right. Or that like, you know, something's going to happen with poison ivy. And she's like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. the anti-monitor shows up. She's like, what? <laughs> that's interesting. Um, she's like, I never met that guy. And then finally, like, you know, we get into what this is going to be about. And like, they give her like the like guide to the multiverse. And it's written by Graham Morrison and stuff like that. And like, so, and like, it's, oh, her, the book is. She, in the book, no, in the she, yeah, she gets like a catalog right. of like multiverses. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go there. And like, they're trying to sleep, like, like saddle her with like responsibility there. And I was mm. like, oh, that is that what we're hitting to get here? Is that like Harley's biggest fear is responsibility okay. for something? And that's not quite what it is. Mm. Um, so she experiences a couple of multiverses. Um, we see like the pirate universe and like I, I believe the Red Rain universe. Oh, cool! Um, I couldn't tell. I was like, is it Red Rain or is it DC vampires? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. 
Um, because like at times, like on the cover, it's drawn like Batman's drawn like Red Rain, but then in the book itself, like when she goes there, it's not quite that. So if I, Nightwing I is in it at all, I think he is. Then no, it's... wait, no, Robin's in it. But know. like, and it's really about the Justice League. That the key mm. is that the Justice League. I don't think is there. there is a Justice League in the in the in that universe. In the Red Rain universe, yeah. I, we've never seen it. Right. So like, anyway, the the point is though, it's like she goes and experiences these things, and like she's like, oh, I want to be here. I want to do this, right? And then at the end, like when she comes back, she's like, they're like, oh no, like what you're doing is actually affecting the real multiverses, blah, 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 blah. And then like, so she starts like showing up on these covers as like part of the justice league. She's like, I don't want to be part of the justice league. <laughs> and like, that's her nightmare. Okay. All like, right. To have that, like to be saddled with that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. That cover told me something we were getting a different story and I'm not mad because just, you know, like covers are all covers lies. Always are lies, but that cover <laughs> was really incredible and really strong. And, yeah. the, and the story was just different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it was fun. It, okay. it was fun. It's Harley. Yeah. You know, you can go a couple of different ways with Harley. So, you know, it's not always going to be, you know, like super like morose or, you know, talking about like her relationships and her growth as a character. Sometimes it's going to be silly and comedic, you know, and like we definitely got some of that. So, yeah, it, it was kind of it was fun. OK, cool. <laughs> yeah, I tried to read one of the uh, tie-ins, and I was like, I have no interest in this. Like, right. I, I, like it was the action comics one. Yeah, like, I read the first two pages, and I went, no. Again, like like I said, the cover told me it was gonna be one type of story, and it just ended up being something else. And you know, I, I listen. If I were them, and I got this cover back, I'd be like, I mean, we're using whatever it. we're doing. We're do it. we're using this cover. I don't care what's in that book at all. We are using this cover, and I'm, she does use a computer, mm -hmm. <laughs> but like we, it looks like we're going through different versions of her. And yeah, that's not quite where we're going with okay. it. Um, so, you know, right, but it, was, it wasn't the worst thing I, I read, the, like, you know, well, good. Okay. From this whole thing, mm, that's nice. I guess. I don't know. Um, let's see. I also read, uh, I read something else from a couple weeks ago. Oh I just yeah. Wanted, like, um, we, since we didn't talk last week, I just no, wanted it's true. There's to a... mention that I did read, uh, X-Men Red number 13, which ah, came yes. out like, two weeks ago. I mean, the reason I want to mention that was because obviously this was like, hey, Genesis is showing up and, you know, creating some additional drama that leads into the Hellfire Gala. It was one of those on the list that, you know, read it before you read the Hellfire Gala, uh -huh. if you were following along at home. Um, and it's just, you know, Genesis has the Annihilation Mask, but they made it like Saturn and I made it into a staff and warned her like, hey, it's not gone. Mm -hmm. And it, it's clearly like it, it's it's messing with her. Okay. And like you like people hear it talking. And so she goes to Araco and is like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on everybody uh -huh. because john ironfire is there and he's been given the sword uh white sword sword the ivory sword um and um you know she she's like looking around the table at like everybody she's like wow like you really kind of failed you know it's like <laughs> supposed to be you know like we're supposed to fight and we're supposed to you know you don't need help helps a bad word that kind of thing and the staff is going like yeah shame fail and like all of a sudden the other members of the council are there feeling that way i feel that way and they they strike out against aurora and like aurora is going to have like a battle with one of them because they challenge her and genesis is challenged by like she challenges someone else for her seat back and that kind of thing and and it's a mess yeah it's a hot mess but i was like it's a hot mess that needs to happen mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it explains where a character is right okay because it's like yeah, there's someone missing from the gala yeah and it's like where why are aren't they? they there it's because of why. This. it's because it's because they got blipped out for a second okay there's, there's somewhere we don't know yet, cool. just yet um and like why is a not an option for things well it's because things are a little crazy up there right now yeah. uh so i just wanted to point that out read that was, yeah. it was a solid story though there's a lot of books that came out last week that like we two missed weeks ago? and yeah two weeks ago but i will really quick point out that i read brian hill and elena casagrande's blade number one. Oh yeah and it's it's bam, great bam, bam, bam. you're gonna love this really you need to read this series okay i'm um, on it yeah 
it's it's just really good. I, I don't want to give I away actually anything. didn't get a chance because of all of our travels to do any of my no. books from then. And no. so like this like this week, the only reason I read X Men Red was because I knew it was on the list mm-hmm. leading up to the gala, and I was like, I have to read this. Yeah, I mean it, it like it it hooks you in with like an obvious Blade plot. Like there's a young woman, she's in trouble, she's being hunted by vampires. Blade needs to help her. And then, I'm sorry, and you're then, telling me that Blade is dealing with vampires? Yeah, I also think what this a is a Wesley Snipes concept. Blade. I don't think it's British Blade. That I, I it will never be British Blade. Again. It, it has been in. In Captain Britain, the MI-13, he was British Blade. In the whenever I don't remember who wrote that series, but okay. whoever does write that series makes Blade British. Okay. Now Blade will just 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 flip flop between region uh, national. This is what they're gonna be like. There's two Blades. I bet they do. I bet we're getting it. Like this is like Ultimate Blade, right? Wait, is there an Ultimate Blade? There is an Ultimate Blade. Damn it, it is Wesley Snipes Blade. Oh, okay. So. Then they're just gonna say this is Ultimate Blade. No, that'd be fine with me. They did that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the twist, the, the not twists, but the changes and different. You know, it's just. It's a really cool series, and it's definitely worth your time. Okay. So definitely give that a read because okay. it's really cool. You're gonna love it. All right, I'm excited. You would dig it the most. I would dig it the most. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, now uh, you also read, I, I assume, some other X Men books. No, there's no other X Men books oh, okay. this week. There, nothing happened in the world of X Men. Mm. Um, I read that, and I also read the other DC thing. So you tell me which. Let's do the DC the one first. Uh, Night Terrors number two. Sure. From uh, Joshua Williamson and uh, Yosebi Kamenkoli, Stefano Nessie. Uh, and uh, I think that's it. Uh, but yeah, man, um, Wesley Dodd is back. Uh, the Sandman. He's been resurrected. Not uh, the Sandman. Nope. A Sandman. Mm-hmm. Well, Sandman. No, the uh, former member of the JSA, yeah, formerly of uh, the Living Coil. Uh, Dead Man brings him back, of course, uh, occupying Batman's body um, and is like, I need your help. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember this, that, and the other thing about like insomnia? Uh, then, w- then Dead Man remembers that he can like go over to his head and do things. So he goes into insomnia, figures out, oh, this is like a little bit more of insomnia's origin. I feel like we're going to get that for the next three issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or two issues. The, I don't want to interrupt this review, but yeah. there is a comment in, in our chat right now, which is giving me like a weird synchronicity thing mm-hmm. about Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Because I was talking to that person while you were having a conversation with Benny and, and mm-hmm. someone else. Literally that came, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah, Jillian Anderson has a has another accent. She's got a British accent. What? Sometimes. And like, and like, and she but like, just, but like literally up? just a little bit beforehand, like before, like a, a, a week or two ago, I just learned this, and yeah. I'm like, that's really weird. That's really weird. Sorry, I didn't know that. I, I only anyway, know her from. I only know her. Let's from. get this review back on track. It's Night Terrors number two. Yes. Here we go. Uh, you know, we get a little bit more of an idea about who Insomnia is. He was in yeah. Arkham. He, he hates the superheroes. We have a good reason why now. I kind of dig it. Not that I like love this character, but I understand his motivations, and he's a character. Did I miss like, what his motivations were? Yeah, it's that the uh, the like, when it's actually tied in with the Dark Crisis. You know, all the Justice League die, and then they come back and they fly around. And he's like. How come right. they get to come Yes, back? thank you. And I'm like, fair. Thank you, yes. And it actually kind of links in a little bit with like Infinite Frontier and the multiverse and like human human like beings reacting to the superheroes being like, am I rebooted? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what the hell, man? So yeah, it's cool. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Uh, yeah. I think it's fun. And I, I, I was like, yeah, I'm you in. You know what? Like for me, like I... I definitely get why people are not loving this. I get but why like, people not like are avoiding a, it, but yes. they, but but once they read it, they do like it. No, no, it. no. But I'm saying like not this specific book, but the fact that their other stories are now on hold. Like I get people's resentment of this because sure. it's like if you just started in on Superman, you're like, wait, cool, yeah. But you got two months of. You, it's not like Superman's trying to make this make sense or right. work it into it. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, if you were on board with the previous, like, the story that was going on in your books, and then all of a sudden it's like, hang on, 
we're going to put this on pause. Now we're going to have these issues of night terrors. Yeah. Then we're going to get back to your regularly scheduled book. I completely understand people being like, okay, this is not for me. 100%. Yeah. But like, trust me, there's something like, I, I think I said this last time about this. There's like, it's weirdly like nostalgic for like older events from DC. Yeah. Like things that like I, I really enjoyed. That said, we definitely exist in a, in like a universe where like, I believe in this DC universe, like the endless exists. Mm -hmm. And like, there's an awful lot going on with sleeping and like, yeah. and that like, no one's going to be like, um, excuse me. I think this is just beneath Morpheus. Well, it's not Morpheus. Daniel Hall. But I'm just saying, he, like, he is Morpheus. I'm though. just saying, we're addressing one Sandman. We're talking about John D. We're talking about, you yeah, know, a lot of things. But, and I, I'm not looking for that from this. I just thought you it was would be mad if they were in it. I would. Listen, I'm mad no matter what. It's that, it's that sort of uh, rock and a hard place. Well, congratulations. Sorry. You're a comic book reader now. <laughs> Give but, me my medal. Yeah. There is a badge. We just, we just meet on the internet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So check out uh, Night Terrors if you haven't already yet, yeah. because it's worth uh, it's worth your time. Yeah. Uh, plus, it's you know what else are you gonna read, right? But uh, yeah, man, uh, I think that's it. That's not it. Oh wait, someone in the chat was like, "Did you read this?" Now, of course, I read this. I just literally said before that I read X Men Red in order to prepare for the Hellfire Gala. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I read the Hell. Do you mean the culmination? Of like all this stuff that I've been telling you that like Duggan and Gillen and Ewing and others have been working on that I wasn't going to read this book. Mm -hmm. And I somehow was able to hold off reading it and, and I avoided all. Yeah, you read Night Terrors, Harley Quinn, but you did not read. That's what I'm game. saying. I didn't. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're here, folks. And don't question if I read other books. Do you know how many books I read this week <laughs> for you? Do, do, do you know? No, I didn't read Iron Man. I don't care if Emma and he address the sentinels in the room. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll read it another time. Probably another time. But listen, I had to read my two Ghost Riders. Exactly. Okay. Danny Catch cannot be ignored. I don't know if you know this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he'll get upset and run away. Well, otherwise, they won't make more. <laughs> They're going to keep making Iron Man. Yeah. Um, the Hellfire Gala is here once again, everybody. Uh, it is uh, the third version of the Hellfire Gala to yes. exist. And uh, listen, I was like, nothing's going to be as good as the first one. Yeah, because the second one was kind of lackluster. And then this one, like, kicked open the door and was like, oh, yeah? Pitch. Yep. Here I am. Uh, it's written by uh, Jonathan uh, Hickman. No, no, sorry. It's written by Jerry Duggan. Sorry, I'm just well, reading the words in front of my yeah, face. Yeah, because League of Comic Book Geeks was like, yeah, Jonathan Hickman wrote this. No, he like, didn't. No, he didn't. Um, with a ridiculous amount of people on art. Yes. Uh, you know, Vecchio, Skeeties in this, uh, Kassara, uh, Lolly, LaRaz. Like, it's just, the list goes on and on and on of, mm -hmm. of people who were involved in making this book happen. That's my one little ding it's just too many shifting, artists shifting art styles but you know what is it just just to get it out on time literally halfway through this book because this book is like 70 some pages it's like 78 pages yeah which i i was like yeah it's gonna be long but, but it didn't even it didn't even feel that long no at all um this issue was uh spectacular for me. <laughs> I, I loved every minute of it. If you want to know the full list, it's Adam Kubert, Luciano Vecchio, Matteo Lali, Russell Dowderman, Javier Pina, R.B. Silva, Josh Cassara, Chris Anka, and Pepe Larraz are all of our artists. And These are all great artists, by the way. Yeah, they're all great artists. We had a whole bunch of um, uh, colorists as well in mm -hmm. there. And uh, 
this is the, the the here we go it's the fall of x you know it's finally been, kicking off we've been reading all these like i've been reading all the the, the previews like the pre yeah. fall of x stuff just here we go the how road. is it gonna be and there, i'm not gonna lie there's a little part of me that was like I, how 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 could it live up to like this hype for me like this dread this existential gr- dread of like man guys like i've really enjoyed x-men but i completely feel like maybe it's okay to stop or yeah. like to like start something new that that would be okay and then we they're like no we're gonna do it i'm like yeah, but, well, i don't really want you to do that <laughs> no I we know, don't really fall. i know i said i wanted that but like i don't know if i really want that um and there was a little part of it that was like is it gonna be good enough right and they were like hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, we get a lot in this issue. We, we like Kamala Khan is, is back. Yep. And, oh, you know, who'd, have thought, who'd have seen that coming? Yeah, you know, we, we knew that was happening. They bring her back. They're like, yeah, no, we knew you were a mutant. But like, it's really weird that like somehow you survived like, like Terra Genesis with yes. that. Like, you know, Rogue's really strong. And like, but like it, Terra Genesis really screw up. Yeah. But like, you're back. And she's like, well, do I have mutant powers? Like, no. No, no. Like, no. maybe. Probably. Well, watch like, the we, show. We can't figure it out. Yeah. Because. Or we don't know what they are because they haven't really, you know, blossomed. But like, if you want, we could try to figure it out. But like, right. not right now. Not right now, though. But like, we're gonna make you an outfit, and it would actually really help us out if you could tell everybody you're also mutant. Right. It would really help our. She's like, I'm not gonna do that. She really doesn't want to because like she tries to have like a lower profile. Yeah. But they're like, could you do could that? Could you do it anyway? Maybe. I don't we know. We did bring you back to life. We, we did like we did do the, that solid. So whatevs. Um, you know, it's it's the gala. Everybody's dressed fabulously. We see a lot of outfits. Um, and like I was like, wow, they're really cramming a lot in, which I always do. But then about halfway partly through this book, I was like, oh, I oh, get, that's I get, why I get why I get why we're doing that so much. Um, but uh, Emma isn't hosting it technically. The the cuckoos are hosting uh, the gala this year, and that that's all fine and good. Um, and, and then we start to see that like things are afoot. Things mm-hmm. are amiss. Um, the treehouse in New York uh, gets a ping. So Cyclops is like, I got to go. And he's like, Gene, you hang out here. Right. Just, you, you, I'll take care of this. I'll go find out what's going on. So, so Cyclops is, is out, right? We find that um, Gene is encouraging um, Juggernaut to join the X-Men. She's yeah. like, you've really earned a spot, man. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. You, you put yourself out there for this one, right? And he's like, yeah, maybe I will. Um, a reminder of the fact that Kitty can't go through portals as uh, Mystique and Destiny arrive on the scene. Great. Um, having a fight. Mm-hmm. which i was like fair they look fabulous by the way. <laughs> like they're frustratingly fabulous looking i was yeah. like fine fine even professor x in his ridiculous costume everybody <laughs> looks great everybody yeah. looks so good i love rogue's outfits because i always i'm like oh that's not anything different i'm like no that is different you're right she looks great yeah i love it and i also love her talking with um captain marvel right the two of them just hanging out that's fun uh it turns out that uh in in the sinister future uh rasputin uh five yes four four three yeah. two one um is a huge fan of Kamala Khan. Oh, okay. Which I think is really cute. Yeah. Because obviously Kamala Khan is a huge fan of other heroes. So she's like, wait, wait, wait. In the future, I'm your hero? That's <laughs> really cool. She does not take advantage of that at all. So good for her. Yep. You know, she she's just she's just very nice. Um, you know, Rasputin is like, hey, it's really cool that like Professor X took his helmet off to talk to you. That that means something. Yeah. That means something special. She's like, okay, cool. The two of them bond. It's great. Um, we get a little nod to Hickman in this one. Yes. Which I was like, and it may be that like that's that was written by Hickman. Freaking, I don't know, but like the gods the, reference, yes. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Well, like yes, that like Wynn shows up. He's going to be in that upcoming series by Jonathan Hickman. He shows up at the party. Mm-hmm. Magic's like, yo, I snow, I sniff some magic. Get out, right? What you have no invitation. And I know that. Mm-hmm. I was like, it, Jonathan, <laughs> would you like to come? 
to, to back to the party. He's like, no, no, you, no, you guys are having too much fun and I quit. Um, the Avengers are there. We get to see that they got fun costumes as well. We don't really see, I think it's Thor's mm-hmm. like, he looks like he's wearing something crazy. Um, but they get a ping. They got to mm-hmm. go. The entire Avengers have to leave. Okay. And bye. I was like, oh, okay, bye. Uh, we meet some other characters who are going to be put up for the new X-Men because that's the thing at the Hellfire Gala, the next like next iteration of X-Men gets uh, is, chosen. Is selected. And, and you know what? The more I think about it, like I dig that in terms of the political like setting or like, you know, um, theater. Yeah, I guess that's not really the word I wanted, but that's good enough um, mm-hmm. that they're putting forth with that in terms of writing. That's a real pain in the ass to only be able to tell a year's worth of books mm-hmm. uh, for them. But hey, you know what? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's all good. Uh, we were reminded of that Wilson Fisk is on the island yes. with uh, Typhoid Mary. Right. And uh, they're married. Oh, okay. And so he's at the party too. They're mutant married. And okay. he's wearing, um, he's got like a whole fit of like, he's got some like peacock feathers on him. Look, of course he does. Yeah. Because he's got to strut it. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, Rogue's like, oh, the Avengers are leaving. Her her Avengers card goes off. She's still a card carrying member of the Avengers, and uh, she's like, huh. And then they hear that like Captain America is down, mm. and that like it's not his vital signs are not good. So she goes in there, and like Emma's like, is that normal? She's like, that is not normal. So like Rogue <laughs> just leaves. Mm-hmm. She's like gone, right? Okay. okay. We're reminded of Lords being there. Remember Lords? That no. Okay, she was part of the um the Hellfire Club. The singer. Yeah, it, her. She's part of the Hellfire Club. Uh, she and Shaw had a relationship, and the, like it was really bad. And like you know, mm. Emma like sold a part of like yes. who she is to like to Kingpin in order. That's why they have got a yeah. A, I remember that yeah. now. So she's there, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, cool, right? Jean's like looking fabulous as always. They're like, all right, everybody, like it's time because like Cyclops asked Jean to break it to everybody about what's going to happen. And the, the idea here is like for the future of the X Men, Jean and Cyclops are stepping away. Mm-hmm. They're like, we don't, you don't need us anymore, right? Like I know we're like the, the mama and the papa of like the X Men here, but like you don't need us, and we've got our own problems between the two of us. And uh, it's actually going to be Sync and uh, Talon. They're going to step up. Sure, why they're not? going to. They're be... a million years old. But they've got they've got loads of experience. That's right even if you wouldn't believe it um and and they're a great couple and so they're like they're gonna be the 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 your new leaders yeah essentially and so we get like this like there's a vote people put their names in and we get this like really you know like big splashy ta-da here are the new x-men uh which includes a cannonball a prodigy frenzy dazzler jubilee which i was like that's too light based. All right. Well, you know, those two do just fight a whole bunch of vampires. So cool for them. Exactly. And Juggernaut. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, I guess. I mean, I'll read it. You yeah. know, it's it's fine, but it doesn't matter. I'm not going to have a chance to read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because like they're like, hey, um, I know you thought like, what if Orcus dropped one shoe? Because like clearly there's just been the shoe of like Orcus like and they have like lots of things going on. And I was like, I wonder which one's going to be the big one. Yeah. And then the the group behind this was like uh what if it was all of them yeah <laughs> and i was like i'm sorry what you mean like we're like we're gonna really focus on one and then after that we'll deal with another no what if it was just everything kind of all at once oh i was like oh, oh okay that's bad mm-hmm. like that's that's infinitely worse than i could have imagined um and and so in the midst of the celebration uh nimrod plummets down uh in, into the midst of the gala because they're like well he they could not see him coming because mm-hmm. he like came from orbit and he just annihilates the new x-men team yep except for the juggernaut 
Right. Uh, because he's the the, he's the dragonad. Uh, Jean happens to be there because she did not go to the treehouse. That was like a, a like an X in their plan. There, mm-hmm. they didn't know where Jean was going to end up. So she's able to psychically uh, shield many others from the blast. Because like it's not just mutants who are there. There are also humans who are are present. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, everyone jumps into the fray. They start battling it out with Nimrod. Uh, Bobby shows up. He's like, hey, I'm an Omega level mutant. Here we go. Right. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. So he fights them and uh, they were prepared for that. They, right. they knew they had to take the Omega levels off the, the table. And so they were prepared for Bobby. And uh, he does horrifically. I, I, I can't do justice to the art uh, for that and the sadness of that because I believe his boyfriend yep. is with him. Uh, so he used to witness that. A lot of people witness that death. It is rough. It is real rough. Yeah. Um. Uh, and that's when Gene psychically throws the juggernaut at Nimrod to, nice. to, to take him off the table for a few moments at least. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, okay, you might have been able to stop him, but uh, how hell you stop the juggernaut? Exactly. Uh, which I, I really appreciated the use of him. Uh, that, of course, is when the Iron Man Sentinels show up, which they're like, hey, remember in X-Men when it took the whole team to fight that and it did not go well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's like here's more five of them. Yeah. <laughs> So everybody get to it. Uh, Dr. Stasis and uh, the Omega Sentinel show up dancing their way in. I was like, of course, of mm-hmm. course, because you can take the uh, n- like the Mr. Sinister Nathaniel Essex out of the Dr. Stasis. But uh, no, you can take the Dr. No. Stasis out of them, but you can't take that uh, sinister air. out. Yeah, you can't take that uh, air for flare out of them. That's right. Um, Chuck ends up nearby Stasis. They obviously want to separate them. And that's when he lays it down for him or they're like, hey, um, you know how we had we did sins of sinister in which sinister had laid this like thing within all of your DNA. Well, Doctor Stasis, I, there must just be something in the Essex gene pool that makes you think to have a plan like this. What I actually really appreciate because they can't help themselves, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Stasis had gotten his way into the labs for the X or the uh, Krakoan medicine and laced it with something, and basically they've got a kill switch for every human who who's has, ever has taken, taken it. it. Uh, and if something goes wrong, they're not going to think it was Orcus. They're going to think it was you guys. Of course. So Chuck, you better stand down because otherwise we are going to kill everybody right now. And he does, <laughs> they show like a little sample of, of with the people who are there. Emma's like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Um, immediately the gates open up and, uh, agents of, of aim and other parts of Orcus start like filtering in, um, any mutant who can, goes for it uh kitty gets a fastball special nice in order to take out one of the uh iron, iron sentinels yeah. which she's able to do no problem uh fisk is trying desperately to get to to marry uh when the omega level sentinel or the omega sentinel shows up and like punches him in the face i'm like okay <laughs> oh no cool, cool, whatever the five take on a, a few of the sentinels uh rasputin and kamala work together to take down another one because rasputin is like a whole bunch of mutants anyway she's a chimera yeah she's like one man army she asked for kamala's help to like hold on to it i love this moment in the book too because they're just like Orcus would have lost if this were a fair fight. <laughs> well, of course. And I was like, oh, no, of course it's not. That's why it isn't. It's not a fair fight. Um, Nimrod takes down uh, Juggernaut essentially by like shooting him through uh, Emma's home. Emma's home is destroyed. Aww. Which I was like, oh, that's that's sad. And that's when like Jean's like, enough. <laughs> and so she just goes like, stop. And she like freezes everybody. And she's like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Anyone here who hates mutants who hates mutants oh i'm going to dissuade you from that and they're, they're like that's the like the nicest thing she could have said to them she's like i'm gonna let my friends go for right now mm-hmm. uh and then we're gonna deal with all of you and the idea is that like if you have hatred for mutants you are not leaving this place right <laughs> and i'm like 
dope. That's awesome. And that's when Dr. Stasis is like, hey, if you're going to do something, now's the time to do it. He doesn't know what the plan is, but he knows that there is someone else on their team, on the Orgus team, who is going to take out the other Omega level mutant that uh, is, is going to be in attendance. They weren't sure because that was the part of the problem. It's like, how do you deal with a, like a telepath like Jean Grey? Right. How do you deal with that? Because it's like she's going to she, she'll be able to sense that you're coming. She'll be able to read your brain waves. Well, you got to have someone who doesn't have that. Well, Moira doesn't have that anymore. Yeah, right? she's uh, she's a robot. And uh, you have to have someone who can adjust quickly to whether or not she was going to be here at the treehouse. Right. And, uh, and 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 so they they Moira has a blade that is covered with bright blight swill. Hey, if you were paying attention, we were talking about, um, you know, Ten of Swords and, um, you know, the Betsy Braddock stories. Uh, you know all about Blightswill and how not great that is for, <laughs> for mutants uh, in general. Surely not enough for, for Jean, really. Uh, stabs her with it. Jean is going down. Uh, seeing this, like, the rest of Krakoa is like, okay. Yeah. Enough is enough. You killed you, you killed Jean Grey, I think not. Moira uh, holds Chuck hostage. And, and finally, he's like, I surrender. Because he doesn't want anyone else hurt, especially like humankind. Because right. as we have recently been reminded about what Chuck's actual desire is, mm -hmm. that like this follows suit. I was like, perfection. Mm -hmm. This is so great. Well, well written. You've been really setting this up for for Charles to have this this um, uh, turn. Yeah, essentially, uh, it's not really a turn. It's just who he is. Yeah. Um, essentially, the the deal here is that um, Charles will make all the mutants leave. He's like, I know you can. Yeah. He's like, I know you can at tell them all to, to leave. Mm -hmm. You told them to stop. You know, you'll tell them all to walk through the gates. We've set them up. Don't worry. Off you go. Uh, while this is all happening, by the way, Jean tried to reach out to Cyclops. She couldn't get a hold of him. What's going on there? Turns out that was a trap, too. The treehouse was a trap. Cyclops is in a bad way. As well. Okay. Like, and, and had she been there, it would have been bad as well. No yeah. one can get a hold of Storm. We know why. If you read X-Men Red, uh, Storm got poofed away by one of the uh, council up there. Mm. We don't know quite know where she is, so she's off the table for right now. Um, while Jean is laying there dying, she contacts Firestar, uh, who it was like she. We had this whole arc with her being on the X Men, and we didn't do a whole lot with her, but we knew, you know, she had a, a rocky history with Emma and mutants and all of that, uh, but had now become embraced by them to some degree. And uh, Jean's like. I I can I'm in Stasis's brain. I can make him think he recruited you. Yep. But you're gonna have to like pretend like you're a bad guy. Yeah. Essentially, we're gonna and have to depart. People are going to hate you. Right. And I was like, this is such an interesting turn for this character, where yeah. it's like she will be a hero, but no one will know it. Exactly. And they'll all hate her and think she's a traitor. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that really returns to like just people hating mutants in general, which we had obviously been seeing with the way Orcus had been turning the people of Earth against them. Uh, I really like that, though. And like she's like, but I can't just make you do this. You have to say you want to do it because I'm not going to make you do yeah, that. Yeah. Otherwise, she agrees to do it mm -hmm. and like helps her come up with the backstory that it's like like that they approached her before she got on the, the X-Men, like not yeah. after. Yeah. And so, so they set that up. And so like Stasis thinks that 100%. Yeah. And so she has to play the part. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles does exactly what he's told to do. He, he forces them to go through, um, the gates. There are those who know his red triangle technique. And so they try to resist and they won't leave. And part of the thing is like, if anyone shows back up that they like Orcus is going to in fact kill lots of people, like it'll be one or two. And then it's gonna be 10. And there's gonna be a lot more like we will hurt people, yeah. Charles. And I know you don't want that. Mm hmm. Like they are, it's amazing because like the thing that people were accusing Charles of not having anymore, which is his humanity, is what is being used against him here. Right. Uh, which I was like, 
this is a like what a I got to look at this on a graph. <laughs> um, so uh, he he utilizes his like suggestion makes him go through those who won't go at times like he uses suggestion to have them like picked up and taken through gates certain key players a lot of people you probably know in terms of like mutants by name end up being like no i'm not leaving um while this is all going on don't forget that there is orbis stellaris there is mr sinister and there's dr stasis those are the essex three um but there's also mother righteous who is the like clone mm-hmm. of his wife right she is all about magic and she is doing something else while this is all going on she goes forth and takes one of the like archipelagos of um or of of krakoa and takes it mm-hmm. and puts it in a bubble okay and i'm like okay hmm. hmm indeed right bet that was supposed to be franklin could have been could've looks been. a lot like a ball like when well, like she, an onslaught when he put everybody in heroes are born she uses those like she has them, know, like, all of her, yeah it could have been it could be a Should nod to that one. as well but also don't forget gillen really like gillen and spurrier like their magic so oh yeah that's I, fair I, I don't know yeah um so uh, okay so then like uh gene like has to leave she's like i have to go now I, i'm 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 dying yeah and when we see her she is a skeleton in her like krakoan costume it's like right. insane charles can't take it because mm-hmm. they mentioned they're like we took your favorite mutant <laughs> and i was like all right because like he's creepily in love with her but i think it's more than that like yeah. there's a level of respect and like you know oh sure like daughtership there in, in a way mm-hmm. um she comes to scott and is like hey like i love you no but she also does it to wolverine yeah but i really like this because like you know like She's like, I loved you. And like, I like, you know, like, don't think I didn't. Mm. And uh, then she goes to Wolverine because like, he's also doing the resist thing. And there's like an army of Orcus agents behind him. And she's like, I love you too. Aww. And like, I love that moment because he he knows what happened. Yeah. And like, it, he, she's like, they're like in it, like in saying that she unleashed something he hadn't for a while or like let go for a while. And, and like, it's his berserker seat. Oh. And so like, he just. Hooray. Like they didn't stand a chance <laughs> that's great and i'm like oh, okay yay i really hope that like cyclops pulls through and he and wolverine get to go on a crusade together oh, I, that'd be I, cool. would, I would very much i would very much like that well and you know we haven't had in a while a phoenix that would be fun that'd be okay um exodus does everything he can to get the five to leave because like he's like he knows what he has he must do mm-hmm. and so he pushes them through the portal destiny's like this is destiny has like a dr strangey and from avengers moment where she's like this was this was the only, the only way. way yeah um mystique won't leave and she ends up um like going mad because like she won't leave and like they're gonna kill people because of her and so it's like xavier pushes her to leave mm-hmm pushes her to leave i think it's a, i think it's a ruse mm. um and she like acts like she has a stroke and then she falls off of the um at the window onto the the um rocks below where the ocean is and then like she's gone orcas has a good laugh about it a bunch of characters like i said that we recognize remain behind and um they're like okay so emma's plan is lords i need you to teleport more people than you've ever teleported before because magic's power doesn't work she attempts to get all the humans and the five out of there she can't do it because they did that orcas set that up they set it up we messed with her magic using um nano tech yes so that's over uh so uh, essentially they all have to hold hands in order to leave mm-hmm. um they try to grab xavier they won't like the orcas won't allow xavier to leave more grabs him to pull him back mm-hmm 
um, they're going to shoot. They're going to kill lords, and that's when Kingpin actually steps up oh. because he wants to find his wife. Right. I'm like, oh, do you actually care about her? Yeah, he cares. Oh, I mean, like okay. he did in the Zdarsky book. Okay. And so, like, he crushes one of their heads, mm-hmm. cool. and then like they all poof away lords unfortunately is shot mm. and so like they can't go back because like we have to go back and get charles right like we can't they're like okay here's what we're gonna do folks everybody game faces let's go back through these portals because they're in the hellfire club yeah. which i was like i kind of love they're in the hellfire club i do wish they were in westchester but it makes more sense for lords to think to go to the hellfire club totally that's where her history is exactly it's where emma's history is yeah right she has him history with westchester but the two of them have history there mm-hmm. i appreciate that we go back there but Emma had gates down there. So they go to try to go through them. And um, the like Orcus had bullied the horticulture into giving them, remember those old ladies? Giving them intel so that they could poison the gates. They can't go through them anymore. So mm-hmm. no one's allowed back through. They can't, they, they, the, the mutants can't go through. They're like, we can't just leave Charles there. Uh, Moira's like, cool. I am going to kill Charles now. Yeah. I, I want to do this. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's everything I've ever wanted. Screw you, Charles. You're the worst. I hate <laughs> you so much. Yep. Um, like she has like a whole little We like, hate what they did to you too, Moira. Yep. Um, and he's like, No, that's cool. Like, just like I'm ready to I'm ready to go. Yeah. And and she's like, Oh, good for you. Put on a brave face. He's like, No, I'm just thinking out loud. And that's when Rogue <laughs> freaking blasts through the rubble. I love that moment. She just destroys more. She breaks her in two. Yeah. I mean, doesn't really destroy her. She's a robot, but I, I it'd it be nice. Like, well, if they, if they did, she'd be fucking rebooted. It was a very cathartic moment though. Yeah. Where like she's rendered in twain and then she Good. just grabs Charles and just flies yeah. out of there. And like, she's just zigging and zagging. She knows there's like robots. Yeah. There's sentinels. Everything is behind her. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's they're like halfway across the ocean before Charles can say thank you. Mm-hmm. Because like, that's how fast rogue is getting out of there with him and she's like okay we have friends don't worry people are gonna help us we're gonna like go and catch up this whole thing was planned they planned the assassination attempts on captain america in order to get the avengers trust me we're going we're doing this and he's like taking me back to the island she's like i can't do that yeah they're gonna what right he's like just just do it and that's when he like reveals that he's like i like sent them all through the gates because I had no other option. And he's like, and now I can't contact them anymore. He's like, I just killed all the mutants of Krakoa. Right. Cause he thinks that the gates have been tampered with and become and, something else. And they have. Right. But like, but he like, thinks that they were, he's like, they're gone. Yeah. That they were like a uh, Rick's portal gun where it was like uh, on the Citadel of Rick's where it's like, it's that's the meat grinder dimension. Yeah. So or like, like, or they're just, it's in, space, in space and dead. Right. Yeah. Like we I, killed all of them. I believe that, there i i think mother righteous has different plans and so she i think she has yeah all the mutants are on like a, that like, that's my guess because magic and mm-hmm. i of course i always wanted to be magic yeah um but that that is my guess uh you know it, it, they could also be in other world mm-hmm. yeah for all we know they could also be there right yep. like there's a lot of places charles wouldn't be able to contact them although technically gene did contact them but it was gene she was using cerebro and there's all kinds of things going yeah. on there but i love that image of like charles being like leave me here and go get revenge mm-hmm. but like i i this is where i need to be yeah i was like <sighs> like this is the second half of this book i was like gene's death death was like honestly like regardless of how it's like yes of course there's resurrection but like right now we don't know that because the five aren't really available mm-hmm. um it was just so well written. It was it was emotional. Yeah, I, I was hit by that one quite hard. Mm-hmm. Like just 
her like maturity, her her sense of duty, all of it. Like it was just so well done. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Everyone in comic books doesn't like really die. Everyone always comes <laughs> back. So like just enjoy the, if, the if it's well written, enjoy the way it's written exactly. and enjoy that death. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really appreciate Charles having an like an opportunity to, to get back to Charles yes. feeling things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw that uh, in in some previous like books in which Charles was like, "This wasn't my dream. Right. This was their dream." Like, I care about humanity, and I think I don't think we're mutants. Like, we are part of humanity. Exactly. And so, like, they hit him where it hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also I also remembered Doug is in Krakoa. Don't mm, forget. Yeah, that's right. So I I I was wholly wholly impressed by this issue. Yeah. By how well orchestrated um <laughs> this attack on them was and how this really like this fall is a hard fall mm-hmm. this isn't like just a little thing where it's just like oh well why this answers the why didn't they just do everything exactly they did yep. and it's because and it's it worked like, it's devastating yeah and if and when they are able to come back from that it will feel impactful impactful and incredible yeah um so i believe sinister is still in there as well uh, along with the Struckers. Um, mm-hmm. But they're in, they're in the pit. Right. Krakoa took Doug and put him someplace. Yeah, he's someplace else. Um, so there's there's a lot of factors going on. Don't forget, there's apparently also some sort of like uh, uh, Nathaniel Essexian um, Sinister. Uh, dominion yes, out there that's right. as well. There's a lot of things. And then, of course, there's Genesis on Arako causing all kinds of problems. Right. So really, really enjoying how messed up this all got. Like yeah. as much as I loved the... Uh, heyday and the like you know awesome hippie commune sort of feel to krakoa this has been a worthwhile fall for yeah. me so oh that's right and also kitty can go through the gates yeah which she falls through accidentally oh <laughs> and is like oh oh damn it hello <laughs> that's, that's that's never happened before um so for those of you who are like you know like I, do i know if they have a plan no i think they do because they wouldn't have executed this without like having a payoff but like this is this is just freaking this was incredible this is absolutely incredible and i like i said like it it exceeded my expectations Mm -hmm. of of how the fall would begin um and uh you know if you were someone who jumped on and didn't like the vibe of it and were like it's all gonna come to a head at some point this is it folks and um if you're interested in that if you're interested in seeing this like sort of shit show right it's a great read yeah such a great read yeah so Good stuff. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Oh, that's right. That was a post credit scene. I forgot about that. That right. the kitty thing was post credits. Yeah, that's fun. Um, where I slide I'm just like sliding through and I'm like, wait, oh, wait, what? There's more? Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, and finally, Ultimate Invasion number two from Jonathan Hickman and Brian Hitch. Uh it, you remember Secret Wars when um when Doom took over the universe and became the unquestioned Lord and Master of everything. And people of course like, I did. It was a great time. Yeah, well, th- it's this again. Um, it is and it is. I think it's different. The maker makes his own Marvel Universe, I think using like a template that is similar to the original Marvel Universe. That's why it's six. I think it's one six one six or something like that. It's like a pastiche of both. But uh, maker made it like he or he orchestrates it he knows all the characters he needs to either corral move or unmake in order to allow for his existence to uh remain and uh so he sets that up we also get a huge long uh series uh, story 
or setup for Howard Stark. He's the Iron Man. He's more important. Obadiah looks just like a black version of uh, Jeff Bridges. Well, like everybody looks like everyone's different. Everyone's different. Everyone's different. Like Howard doesn't really look like Howard. He looks like a different take on Howard. Like Hulk looks like Hulk, but not really. Like it it totally, totally works. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So the idea is we're just seeing this world like, you know, I I'm thinking starting from the baseline of the 616 universe, but mm-hmm. now with the maker's influence having built it. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing, you know, there's a couple of characters that have stand stood out like magic and, you know, Hulk is a different type of Hulk and he's a leader. And well, it's like the Rasputins together. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're feared. Exactly. Like, oh, uh, there's also the fact that like, there is no captain America. They don't know where captain America is. They couldn't find him in the ice. So yeah, there well, is there, no cap. There's like a fun little info dump style page, obviously mm-hmm. um, there. I really appreciate that like you know yeah. the status of certain characters that like there is no cap like that he wasn't needed yep um you know uh maker takes effort to avoid the fantastic four by yep. like delaying their rocket yep but like most of them are dead yeah two of them die i think four of them die or three of them die three of them at least i think it's just reed it's just reed yeah um and and dr strange is 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 captive i yes. was like oh yeah, I mean, he he would be a problem. Right. For this. Uh, we also established that like the maker has had multiple assassination attempts on his life uh, via ultimate versions of the characters you would know, like Captain America. And yeah, well, they're Wasp. like they're like future versions. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. And it like, is. how he deals with them because it's horrific. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Like and you're dealing with the maker and Hickman does not pull punches nope. in terms of like like okay we figured out like who you are what your genealogy is we went back we killed everybody who who like would make you yeah so now they all just become i like, love, I love howard being like they're just gonna do that to you right he's like yeah he's like i'm not from here right i'm not even from here and then and i was like no oh, okay and uh <laughs> yeah that's it like it's just that's the issue it's, the issue is just like here's the world we're living in uh the big reveal of course is that the maker has all they they almost won i think it was like the first strike almost killed him which is why he's even more ruthless than you would have expected yeah uh he takes off the helmet half his face is missing yeah like and when i say half his face i mean like literally half his head no it's like, it's like he's got like a really big like yeah it's like intense. i was like whoa yeah it's cool but yeah I so th- did he say it was because of howard no i think oh, he's okay. like howard you're gonna be like the key or you're gonna figure this okay. like i need you like okay. he doesn't have any friends but uh yeah so ultimate invasion right now the invasion is from the future of his own universe yeah um, I don't know if Hickman is implying that the ult- the, the, the the original Marvel universe has been overwritten by this one, or if this is just another one in the multiverse. I know mm. it's it, it designated as six one six zero, but you know, I what's going on? He used a, like a shitload of artifacts from the original universe to make this thing. Um, yeah, so it's a uh, it's it's fun. It's more mystery, more fun, more intrigue. Uh, a huge amount of time spent like explaining things to howard or having howard established as our character like our ride along yeah but uh so it feels like not a lot happened but it was still no i really like i found it to be quite engaging but it's fun yeah Yeah, it was very engaging there's something about like you know it's funny because like simultaneously we have like the fall of x going on Mm -hmm. so it's not like i'm looking for like a misery fest no there is something juicy about these types of books where it's like okay everything's really bad right how could it how how will things 
be better? How exactly. will it, how will we come out the other side of it? Yeah. Will we come out the other side of it? Yeah, and I want to see that with this. Yeah, and, and it's nice that it's like relegated to like just a mini series for mm-hmm. Hickman, so it doesn't have to be like this huge ass thing. Although it can still feel like one. Yes. Yeah, I forgot Howard Howard's involved like in the building of the machine. Like yes. The time machine. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, and I was like, no, I th- I thought he was part no, of it he is in part some of it. way, You're right. shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also fun, you know, to, to play around with some characters maybe you don't get to play around with too frequently. Yeah. Um, and and you know, just like I always like little like alternate versions oh, of yeah. things. Like I I find that to be very fun to mm-hmm. like take see people's takes on things. Um, and I, and I do like the fact that yes, I, I Hickman did do you know, the doom thing, but the right. doom thing was like, that was technically out of necessity. Oh, I know. No, no, it's, no, it's, it's not like, the same it's thing, but motivations. Yeah. And like, that was many like universe or like many worlds cobbled together. Yes. In a sense. Mm-hmm. And this is like, I deserve this. Yeah, no, this is, and and this is not going to be, not the doom like, didn't feel like he deserved. Oh no, he did. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. the other thing I should point out is that like, I, I, you know, this was, this is the world. This is the universe we're getting. Yep. We are not getting the ultimate universe back. This is something else. It's a new thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know. I mean, maybe at the end. I think at the end, it's going to be <laughs> that, like, you have to live with what you made. And so it's like, this is the world. I right. think that's why we're doing so much world building. It's like, mm-hmm. look at what this is. Get used to it. Because this is what this world is going to be. It would be interesting if, like, all of his changes by the end, like, like something else was like, no, that's not how this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, like, starts setting into motions things that would be the ultimate universe. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, like, we're just just from the art alone, like, we are only seeing the ultimate versions of characters. We're mm-hmm. seeing ultimate Thor, ultimate Iron Man, ultimate Cap, ultimate Giant Man. Like, it's ultimate Wasp. Like, it, it, the covers want you to think ultimate, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though there is no ultimate whatsoever. Right, right, right. But, yeah, it's it's fun. I just say... Keep keep reading it. Yeah, four issues. No, absolutely. Like honestly, right now I know people like often have event fatigue and like sure this, this isn't really an event. This is a thing that's going on. It's a mini series. Fall of X is a not necessarily. It's not an. It's not an, an event, event, which is it's weird. It's just the next mm-hmm. like chapter in the X titles, and then you also have Night Terrors going on. And, and I got to tell you though, like I'm really enjoying all like these books. Yes. Like I'm, I'm by you know I'm like cool. Right. Like this is this is a good time for like for me. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> We'll get into some recommendations in just a second. Uh, let's talk, let's let's uh, you know talk to our super chatters. Hi, again. super chatters! Hello, Thank you for super chatting. Dan V nine hundred. The Hellfire Gala issue with the fall of X got me back on board fully with the current X Men. Wow, just a great issue where the ending was so good. Yeah, it it, it was just it really got me good. Right. The only thing was like, I mean, like I wouldn't mind some Gillenisms in there, but I got to tell you, no, they, they, still the, the creative team knocked it out of the park. I would not change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he <laughs> also goes on to say, I reread Superman Birthright in preparation for the last days of Lex Luthor since Wade said there are connections, which I saw in the flashbacks with different dialogue. I liked it quite a bit. Yep. Uh, and Pop Culture Guy 3000. If I saw Zeb Wells, I'd have him sign my Hellions issues, tell him to tell Nick Lowe that every <laughs> fan hates his Spider-Man and he should leave the book. Um, I don't... Is Nick Lowe... Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I wouldn't waste your time with that. I, but I get think, the Hellions Get the Hellions book Absolutely. signed. Absolutely. Don't, don't give creators a hard time for no reason. Uh, Kareem Ada, uh, hello, can you please help me by exploring why Beast is evil? I'm not the best in X-Men lore. It's just been like over time, that's that's where his character has gone. There was a, a, a moment in time where there was Dark Beast that exists and, and like he was particularly evil, but this Beast has become more cold and calculating over time mm-hmm. as though like something is wrong with him. Um, yeah. You can go but, pretty much from new X-Men to this. Yeah. It's just an evolution of his character. But in particular, um, when it came to Krakoa uh that was really embraced in terms of um him running X-Force and like 
you know, Xavier being like, we need someone like you to do. It was ruthless. Yeah, to do some of the dirty work and like to be able to look at things that maybe I'm not going to see. And yeah. he took that in a very specific way and ran with it and really did some horrific stuff under the guise of like, I'm doing the thing that Xavier and, and the rest of the Quiet Council can't do. So yes. that's why like, it's okay for me to do this. Even though he's like, no, I, I am a monster. Who cares? Like, yeah. you know, he's not like he's trying to justify himself as a good guy. He's just like, I am a necessity. Right. Like he's using logic to like to be like justify his evil. To, yeah, exactly. Um, but like he is ruthless and he truly does believe that like without him, like things would not be where they are. Exactly. So, um, there, there's a lot going on there, but trust me, he's done some pretty horrific things to uh, his friends, his friends, and and like other people. So. Yeah. Uh, Meta Knight says, hey, uh, Sal, what are your thoughts on Tim Drake Red Robin phase? I think it's a terrible costume and a terrible, uh, you know, I, I think it's an awful looking suit. I don't hate and I, and I don't like Tim in it. You know, it's is a it Kingdom the, Come holdover. Is it the one with the hood? Yeah, it's the, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's, I don't hate it. Eh, I do. But, okay. uh, <laughs> you know, I think that um, I respect I, your, your opinion. Thank you. I respect <laughs> yours as well. I think that uh, it's it's the best thing they've done with Tim if they're not going to make him like. You know what I mean? If we're gonna in, in a in a post Damian world, it's a terrible name and a great status quo for him. Mm -mm. Uh, and Tiffany, if you were the Sorceress Supreme, who would you take on as a disciple? Ooh, uh, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. Rindra. <laughs> uh, Dante Cook hello so Tiffany did you meet Sejic uh, I'm crying so hard on the inside for missing him no we knew he was there um, but I think we missed him one time and also like there was like a huge line I was like that's okay yeah <laughs> not that I didn't want to meet him but I was like I at that moment I didn't feel like waiting in a line um, it was just wasn't what I was looking to do at that time yeah uh, Matthew Salago what do you think of the news that MJ is going to become Jackpot 2.0 will take on the Black Cat role and tempt and flirt with Peter while he's in a relationship with Felicia. I uh, have no interest in that. I have no, uh, I can't comment on that at this time. I don't care. I'm not interested. It's certainly not something I want to see um, with MJ. They're uh, just trying it all. Just terrible. Just a terrible idea. If it, if, if at all, uh, Ian Bruno, have you read Superman space age? No. Uh, Grayson read uh, prayers for Donnie and space and speed recovery. Same. Uh, Cora Cashware, uh, first dono. Thank you very much. Well, for thank support. you very much. Thanks for the great vibes and content. Trying to decide which Wolverine versus Predator number one cover I should grab. They are all awesome. I've only seen the one by Chichetto. I'll have to take a look. Uh, I'll probably buy, at, grab the one that's that, available. At that point, like imagine walking away from the other one, like the one that you're like, yeah, like just be like, I'm going to grab this one. How do you feel about that? Right, exactly. You're like if you're like, no, I don't want to leave that one. Then you know. Yeah. yeah you know. Logan Thomas. Hey guys. Hey, glad you got to go to San Diego Comic Con. I've only been to one local con and Emerald City Comic Con and met Wade and Kevin McGuire. Hope you get to go. Hope I get to go to San Diego Comic Con someday. Hope you do too. Yeah. Although I will say neither of those people were there. You know, Wade and uh, Kevin McGuire at like Baltimore and stuff. Uh, Ryan Lulla says, uh, here's for helping me through a 20 hour drive over the weekend. <gasps> I saved some back issues episodes for the trip. Nice. Wow. That's I, a I hope you a had ride. a safe trip. Same. Yeah. Thank you very much for bringing us along. Mm -hmm. Terlaga, is there any chance after Fall of X is over, we could get Tiffany to start on Ultimate X Men series on back issues? I don't know. It depends on you wanting to read Ultimate X Men. It's, it's a shit show. I mean, sometimes I don't mind those. Yeah. Uh, Danby 900, I know you covered it earlier, but the variant cover for the last days of Alex Luther is significantly better than the main cover, which looked generic. Yeah, it did. Oh, I did not see the variant. Well, let's look at it. Uh, and Steampunk, did you see that the maker at the end of the issue looks like 616 Reed? He even has his white streaks, unlike 1610 Reed. 
No, I didn't notice that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into some super, or rather the books that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out. Um, here are the variant covers. Oops. Oh, yeah. Some of them are pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, that's pretty great. I'll pull it up. I like that one. Oh. Well, hang on. We're not, we're not going to be sh- showing you, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we're not. That's okay. Sorry. There's one I like. Yeah, it's great. And you'll never know which one it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here are the books that are out this week that we think you should check out. Uh, I, myself, am going to probably read The Adventures of Superman John Kent number six. We'll see. It's... I don't know why I keep reading it. Uh, I'm not wild about it. Night Terror is Batman number two. I am uh, interested in seeing where this goes. Only one more. That's the issue. That's it. That's over. I don't, I don't care about gun bat. Well, don't read it. <laughs> I'll read it. Okay. Uh, you know I'm going to read it so we can talk about it. All right. If you want to. Uh, take it away. Oh, uh, Moon Knight number 26 will be coming out this week, so I'll definitely be grabbing that. Um, Jed McKay has really been knocking it out of the park with this series, so I'm looking forward to more of it for sure. Doctor Strange number six, Ben, it's a wedding, and it's not going well for people. <laughs> um, I wanted to pick up Night Terror's Poison Ivy number one, so number two is coming out, so I'll try to grab both and read them. Let's, mm-hmm. let's see if that's a thing that can happen. Um, What else we got? Yeah. Oh, there's a What If Dark Venom coming out. Who knows? Oh, it looks like it's the it's Ben the Grimm. That's What's fun. happening? That's right. crazy. Um, oh, Gargoyles number eight is coming out. Thank you very much. Did not see that there. Definitely grabbing that. That's dark droids. I don't know. I'm looking at that Strange Academy one. <gasps> Strange Academy Miles Morales. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I would take a look at that, but I can't. Um, mm-hmm. Conan the Barbarian. Uh, is this is from uh, sold, Titan. Sold crazy well, apparently. Pre-sales on that one. So it's Jim Zub. You might want to check that out yep, as The well. art is sick uh, and really cool. And it's definitely worth checking out, if you are, especially if you're a Conan fan. If you're a Conan fan, you're going to love this series. Uh, Strange Academy, Miles Morales. Uh, oh, different team on this one. Carlos Hernandez and Juan Cabal on it. Mm. I might check it out. It's a three-part series. So oh, okay. it's not it's not a whole lot to, to check out there necessarily. Uh, I might check out um this this new image book called The Sacrificers. It's Rick Remender and uh Max uh Fiumara. Mm. Cover just looks really good. It does look I, good. Sometimes I shop by covers, folks. That's it's why not, they're there. It's not a great way to do things, but <laughs> some sometimes that is what I do. Good deeds, dark spaces, good deeds number three, uh, by uh Che Grayson, I believe is their name. Yep. And Kelsey Ramsey. I really like this horror book. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to grab that out, uh, grab that and check out what's going on in on their story. And uh, I'm sure we missed something, and then I find it later on. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna read this. Yeah, so those are just a few of the things. I'll put it like that. That yes. I'll be picking up. Exactly. Um, I mean, there's a couple of like you know random like one-offs for X-Men, like Astonishing Iceman and like Magneto number one. Obviously, Magneto is you know a not, flashback book. He'd not been around, so you know if you're like, oh man, I miss my boy Magneto, Magnus, yeah. um, Eric, whatever you want to call him, right? Max. It's got a lot of names going on. It's, true. it's written by oh really? Yeah. Magneto's written by JMD Mateus. Oh boy. <laughs> Do I want to read that? Mm. I don't know. 
Well, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, there you have it, folks. We want to thank you all, especially to our super chatters for sponsoring today's show and keeping the riffraff out of there. We do appreciate it. We want to thank everybody for chatting and for watching the show. Like the video, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you guys next week with an all new episode. Well, actually, no, we might not see you next week because we're going to be away. Man, what if we do it a day earlier? We're probably just going to do it a day earlier. So we'll see you so soon. What? There's going to be a show no, and, and get your butts there. There will be an off the rack. It will be announced. If you want to ch- n- know all these uh, updates, you should check out the community tab on uh, youtube.com slash compop returns and uh check us out yeah uh, or, or on youtube.com slash compop we also use that community t- uh, tab as well and if you want to help us out some more you can always join the patreon patreon.com slash compop or you can watch us over on uh, twitch.tv slash compop check out tiffany streaming uh or check out youtube.com slash at comic pop plays where tiffany plays uh video games those streams from twitch go over to that channel uh just recently we dropped a uh stream it's a, it's a one-off of red dead redemption 2 so that was fun. oh, I think I I, I I roped somebody and then drowned them and I and everybody got really upset with me. Mm. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I don't know why else would you play that game if you're not going to do that. But uh, thank you all for being here. Thank just, you for supporting us. Thank you for your uh, just interest. Say hello to me. If I say hello to you in that game, you better say hello to me yeah, or, or you're else you go in a river. That's right. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching. We'll see you next week or soon or than that. Bye. Bye.